city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 68. So, when last we left our thieves, <laughs> you had broken out awesome of... Awesome that was. You had broken out of Palace Icona, leaving nobody the wiser. <laughs> um, you have Neolandis, you have Ventalo, you are staying in the Rabbit's Missing Paw, that famous inn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe we're... At this point, we were up to, you know, you're sort of briefing them on what's been going on in the city, sort of catching catching them up on bits and pieces. Um, and effectively, the floor is yours at this point. It's how long you want to spend doing what. Um, what, if anything, Glorio will... Eventually, Glorio is surely going to notice his cabinet is missing and his cousin is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? then... Um Potentially, this shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. You don't actually have to spend, um, it, like, if you sit down and fully debrief Neolandis and all the rest of it, that will take a, a good couple of hours, but you don't actually have to do so. We sort of um, implied it last time, but I'm perfectly happy to retcon that if people have other plans, depending on what you want to get up to. So I think I'm good with we spent the time and gave the guys the briefing telling Neil Landis what's been happening in the city for the last couple of years, and um, Ben Carlo what's been happening while he's been in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, skipping out details like Blackjack, which I don't want to talk about in mixed company, yeah. and um, Mordell's true identity. And we didn't explicitly tell them about it, the, our suspicions about Ilioso, which you asked us if we were telling them, because we yeah. just kind of told them what we saw and why we supported Tanith for Seneschal and, you know, what's been happening with the plague and that kind of stuff. But we did tell them about Rhaenyra. So we will come in on... What about the... Trinia? No. We promised earlier so we'd never tell anyone. Mm. That is very true. Hmm? Um, so we cut, we, we cut back in on Neil Anders giving Silver a second eye as he mm-hmm. considers whether or not the man in front of him might be Mordell Mandrovius. Mm-hmm. So give me a disguise check. Because oh um, I rolled like a two when I was rolling for your character, and then Jared was like, "You know, maybe Susan would like to make this disguise check herself." And I'm like, "Hell yes!" <laughs> okay, and I rolled a fifteen. Um, so add your disguise, add your bluff to that, and disguise or whatever. Um, so it's just a normal eighteen. So that's twenty-three. Yep. And he only has twenty-eight to spot. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> he's still pretty good though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, I, I failed my last my last disguise check though. <laughs> well, that's why you got to reroll it. Yeah, because you know 
If I'm going to fail it, I might as well be the one rolling it. <laughs> Where'd your chair go? Oh. to sit out of her character sheet and dry her backside for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lucy, you naughty girl. These two could use a um, paper towel or something. Cool. Cool. Okay, yeah, so you, you were dressed as servant when he first saw you, and yeah. I assume over the course of this you pretty much uh, regarded mm. as yourself. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he sort of gives Silver a vaguely sideways look, there's sort of, sort of you know, someone I know, and then, no, because he's um, ha- had almost no chance whatsoever to actually encounter Silver Rose, because he's completely mm. unfamiliar with all the events of the campaign. Yeah, but he knows more now. Yeah. Because well, he recognised Lucy immediately. And I think he probably gets a circumstance bonus to this because you did just, like, disguise him. Mm-hmm. So it's we were all in disguise and now we're not. Well, except you, who are in, you are now in your different disguise. Yeah, I'm always in disguise. And, um... Yeah. <coughs> silver in disguise. Portel <laughs> in disguise. And, um... More than meets the eye. Yeah. Mandrivius, more than meets the eye. There we are. Um, and um, he, you know, you literally changed disguises and disguised him, so he now knows that you are a disguise artist. Mm, yeah. But he still doesn't recognise who you actually are. Mm. Well, I don't need the hardcore disguise for him. Mm-hmm. It's just my parents I need it for because they kind of know me. Mm-hmm. Does he have any circumstance bonus to, to Model, or is he just normal? No, you're a person that he knows, but you're not a person that he knows particularly well. Yeah. Like, he's, he's semi-invested in your family, but he's not that invested in Mordell Mandravius, per se. Mm, specifically, yeah. You still be you know, Mordell is someone that he will recognise on sight, but mm-hmm. you still beat him. Yeah. But it's a, it's just that vague, searching look for a moment that makes Mordell do the... Uh, uh, Panic. Mm. Uh, look at this interesting fa- <laughs> look at this interesting factoid about the city I see <laughs> it probably just gives them a confident nod or something okay so at this point we want to have some on screen conversation with these guys about what we do next yeah. now that we've done the um, couple of hours of briefing so um, did we tell them about killing Melia and that she was a fox. I feel like we had that conversation. Uh, you, def- you definitely told Vincarlo. Yeah. Um, I don't think you necessarily told me. No, because he wasn't in the he wasn't in the room at the time. Yeah. Uh, but right. but Vincarlo has told. Um, Maybe it was because Vincarlo has definitely told the Alandis that he thinks the Arconas are Rakshasas. But we haven't talked to them about that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So um. So. We were sort of not telling that many people this because it's dangerous to know, but you guys kind of seem like... So the Arconas are definitely all Rakshasas. There's, or at least there's nine Rakshasas in the city and we're pretty confident all of them are, are Arconas. Have they always been? I think... We think yes, because they're immortal, so we don't think there was ever an Arcona family. This is This is what's always been happening. 
Abadar guide us. They've been here under our noses the whole time. Yeah, so there's some other stuff that you should know, and I look at Ventala. Yes. We did some research on um, Trajan Croft's murder. He leans forward. <laughs> he was murdered by a tiger-headed Rakshasa. Gloria Arcona is a tiger-headed Rakshasa. You're certain it's him? Very certain. <clears throat> and can everyone give me a sense motive check? <laughs> oh, natural 20. Save air. <laughs> That's good, because I got it. My, my natural 20 is better than I got natural five. 20. Um, so I got a 41. <laughs> I got a 19. Well. I read his soul. <laughs> you got a 19 with your natural 20. So you fail anyway. Not <coughs> well, you're even rolling. So, ouch. Vincalo is very obviously very interested in this news, which is no surprise to anyone because um, Trajan was very much his mentor. Um, it's silver. You see the this, this sort of subtle signs of where the intent interest is and where it isn't. He's very interested when you tell him, yes, you know that the tiger-headed Rakshasa is Glorio, and he'll ask you, like, how you know that. You can tell him you've, you've communed on it and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but he already knows that Trajan was murdered by a tiger-headed man. Yeah. That's well, not news to him. That's because he was Blackjack. So, do you um, pass along this information to me? Um, yeah, because well, you can do, do, do it by, I'll by a thief's get. No, I can't because they all thief's get. True. Um, I'll just whisper it to you. Cool. All right, that that is valuable information that I would like to have for conversations I might have with Vincarlo without Neil Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if Vincarlo is black, yeah, is. is is slash was blackjack at some point like knowing thieves camp would be well within his um yeah also he was a street rat so yeah not all but he did did thieves camp to trajan so well sorry trajan trajan no not trajan neil landis did um thieves camp to yeah he did yeah these guys are these guys cool yeah it's just one hand gesture thieves camp yeah, so I, I listened to the podcast for last week. Yes, you were. Yeah. Well, you're better informed than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. It, a lot of stuff happened last week. This yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Right. So, um, we wanted to bring Chrysidia some evidence. Um, that's what's in your bag of holding. Um, it's it's um Trajan's hand. Specifically, the three missing fingers. We don't know what else is in there. We. Are going to look late, <coughs> but I just thought you should know that because um, okay, he was your friend. Then bring out this evidence. Let's see it. Do we want to do that now? Yeah, there, there was some concern about preserving it for Chrysidia. Uh, we kind of we kind of wanted to show it to Chrysidia first, so we can have the awkward conversation about the burglary. Garen has a legal precedent for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. DC thirty three. God, um, do we even remember what it was? It was it was, it was the brilliant. people versus yeah, basically the pre- the uh, thing was. Um, Due to finding out that a per- this particular person was a worshipper 
of an evil deity that was illegal within yeah, a the foreign city. deity. Yeah. yeah, and you've got those challenges. So <laughs> the right. evidence was considered legal. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is whether or not um, Vincarlo Orsini is able to break into it. Well, we, he can come along and help. So I don't want to look into that right now. Once we get out of Volcovosa, <laughs> we can go see Crisidia and look into that. But we actually kind of have bigger problems, like. I'm glad we came to, sort of came to rescue you, and I'm I'm glad we did. Just ring it because, but just ring it, Nealas. There's sort of this whole Tanith isn't really legally the Cetershell, and Iliosa isn't really legally queen, and there's the there's a quarantine which they won't break, and Iliosa might be going off the rails a little bit, but you know the alternative is always being Gloria Arcona and. Kind of what happens now because Tanith is kind of a scary guy. I, I I don't think we necessarily want to give him whole lots of warning. And Iliosa is a good person. Looks directly at Vincalo, but oh. she's having a bit of a difficult time, and she may not be super one hundred percent totally rational on this topic. The Tanith subject I could potentially be of assistance with. It is possible. It, it is possible you could move on Gloria Arcona without needing to reveal my presence at this time, Sisney. What do you? If wa- that buy, if that buys you time. What do you want to do now? I mean, you know, not be in a dungeon, obviously, but. It is a good question. I am uncertain. I, if I were in my usual seat, I would know where all the strings are, all the positions of power is happening in the city. What you've told me is instructive, but how do you think Kenneth and the Queen will react to somebody whose presence renders them both illegal? Kind of probably poorly. On the other hand... Frankly, I'm not even sure if my presence does render them illegal. There's never been a case in Corvosan history of a seneschal presumed dead to have turned up later. No, but... Well... Alright, well, what about if we just get out of old Corvosa and figure out the rest once we're a bit further from old Gloria? So, there are basically... um, Because in D&D land, resurrecting people is actually possible, um, the royalty tend to have some fairly tight guidelines around how succession works and that sort of thing, because the king dies, (laughs) the throne passes to his son, and the king comes back again. So it's basically got to happen within an acceptable window, uh, which Neil Addis is miles and miles and miles past. Because in theory, he could be he could have been killed and then resurrected, which ironically failed. <laughs> they tried that. Uh, yes. Um, they tried resurrecting Eadred and um, Neil Addis, and both spells failed. Uh, Eadred because. His soul had, had really been ju- and Bishop Capara, Bishop Capara de Beer, the high priestess of Phrasma, ran this. It's way back in one of the early three-headed chimeras, and she said basically, you know, Edred's soul has been judged; his time has passed, you know, and the same has happened near Landis because she cast the spell on the bits of body they had, and it went fail. <laughs> you know, near Landis is not coming back. Okay, like we've got his hand, <laughs> except. 
So it was somebody else that was that was unable to come back then. So they tried resing on the body part they yeah, thought was Yeah, because Neolandus was, was literally torn apart, supposedly literally torn apart by a Right, so there were body pieces. They tried resing the body pieces. It didn't work. Yeah. Presumably whoever it was. Do you have to have the right name to be able to resurrect somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so the spell failed, failed because they yeah, didn't they, have the they right They try and resurrect Neolandus Kalepopolis and it fails because he's an invalid target because he isn't yeah. dead. Yeah. But they don't get that information, they just get, no, no. your spell did not work. The yeah. same for Edred, your spell did not work. Hmm. Okay, so at this point I think what we want to do to begin with is break out of old Corvosa and get back to, you know, non-quarantine bits of the city. Mm. and then have a bit of a think about what we do now, because we've got a whole bunch of potential agendas we could pursue. So, can we just circumvent the quarantine again? Yeah. Yep. With this lot, trivially. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, even even those two, they can they can do the swimming easily. Uh, yeah, well, then Carlo is, um, you know, surprisingly physically gifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost like he's blackjack um, or something. <laughs> Neil Anders has... Has trained <coughs> as um, has trained with the Sable Guard. Mm. He's not. He doesn't consider himself to be a super warrior by any stretch of imagination. But he is physically adept. You know, he can wield he weapons. A, he has a warrior of some yeah. description. Yeah. He has some points in athletics and, yeah. and has some low levels in martial classes. So, it, so he is capable. Yeah. All right. So we break the hell out of Dodge. Go back to, I think, probably, like, Flora's shop or somewhere nice and quiet that we can just um, sit and have yeah. a bit of a think about our next move. I think this or is Or possibly one, an anonymous in. But I think this is one of the few occasions where we don't want to go to Garen's basement. That's my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may not like being in a basement. Yeah. The other option is Silver's house. Well, we can go... To my shop, and then we can split up from there. Well, I'm, I'm not certain splitting up is what we want to do at this time. Well, I mean, it's not all of us are going to want to go to Chrysidia's with if this. Oh, yeah, possibly not that. Um, although we might. Okay, so anyway, we go to Flora's shop. Yep. We're in a safe place that yep. we can talk for a while. Yeah. Cool. Uh, can you um, pass me a monster manual? Awesome! <laughs> we have it right here. This one we prepared I'm, earlier. I'm just kind so. of curious what happens if they try and resurrect Malia. Oh wow! Whether or not yeah. that's a thing they can actually do. I mean, if she's an outsider, then they can't. Yeah, she's she a native. She outsider. is a native. She is a native outsider. So I'm not outsider sure. Of this world. Oh. oh, that would be disastrous if she can be resurrected. No, oh, yep, yep. Her soul and body form one unit. When she is slain, no soul is set loose. Raise dead, reincarnate, resurrection don't work. You need limited wish, wish, wish miracle, or true resurrection. I doubt is... anybody's that invested. <laughs> yeah. Get lost, uh, there's, Amelia! <laughs> there's no one in the city that could cast it. It's, yeah. it like, Glorio has some sort of seen magical effects around. It's possible that he has a scroll of miracle or something around. Yeah. You know. He's not probably I'm not invested enough in Melia. No, I'm, I'm just kind of idly doing his moves and going like, what happens if he just takes Melia to the bishop and says somebody killed her, resurrect my dear cousin? <laughs> but of course he won't, because he knows it won't work. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what I'm actually going to do now, because the plot is so freaking complicated, <laughs> as well as that, I'm going to make a list of things that we need to sort out. You can use those um, Out sheets sure. if you want to do yeah. a public one, or if you want to keep a list, you can use a piece of paper. Mm. I'm cool with a piece of paper. Um, I would like to ask Neil Anders if he remembers anything, what he remembers about the men who attacked him. 
uh, almost nothing. And somebody clocked him over the... Uh, he, he was attacked originally by... You, you mean when he got taken from Salvatore or when he got attacked originally? Originally. Right. You can tell us anything. Yeah, the one in Salvatore was pretty much I got coshed over the back yeah. of the head. Um, if he can tell us anything about who originally attacked him. Because to make him run away from the palace? Yeah, who, who was sent to um, get him then because... Because the crowd obviously didn't get him. Yeah. That will tell us which noble family sent them. Yeah. So he basically, when when Eadred died, and yeah. he'll, he'll tell you this, he went out to basically the steps of Castle Corvosa to address the crowd that was there, and quite literally to walk among them showing, you know, yes, Eadred is dead, but the Seneschal is still here, order and rule will maintain within the city, please yeah. don't go and riot, like maniacs, like you always, like Corvosa always mm, yeah. does when you change rulers. Um... And the mob turned very savage and allegedly ripped him to pieces. Um, what he tells you is that sections of the mob did indeed turn really savage. Um, you know, as he thinks about it and reflects on it, sort of riled on by a couple of guys. Um, and he can describe two, two random people to you. And you can give me a streetwise check or a um, knowledge civilization check to see if you know who they oh, are. I'll do streetwise. Oh, civilization. That was the one. I might. I will use. Oh, my I got my chain. Twice your roll. So my streetwise is an eight. Otherwise, civilization is seven. Whichever one is the better result. So um, eighteen plus eight is twenty-six for me. 36 oh. on civilization. Okay. You may, that was yeah. streetwise, that was a civilization. You may not need to spend your I don't. Roll. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the natural 20 as I was saying yeah. that. I was like, I don't need to spend it. Okay, yeah, so we get both ends of the argument. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the crowd seemed unusually fired up and angry, and people ripped at him and people shot at him with crossbows. Um, <laughs> Is this America? <laughs> yes. <coughs> Garen, he, he has a really <coughs> good memory for this sort of thing. He describes the two guys in basically, you know, civvies clothes. Um, and you think that they are dressed down are two of the Arcona cousins, Harley and Nashti, oh. respectively, mm-hmm. uh, is, as people. So in their human form, disguised as random commoners trying to kill him in the midst of the mob. Nice. assist with that somehow? And also possibly <laughs> firing up the mob in some way. There's a numerous spells and things you yep. could yep. use to achieve that sort of effect. That's what I was worried about. Okay, so... Um, but they weren't actually trying to kill him. They were trying to catch him. Yeah. So they weren't so much trying to wind him to pieces as get a big fight scene which would... Uh, support the he's being ripped to pieces thing and then drag him away yeah. so you know they took, they endeavoured to drag him away and when he escaped they shot at him with crossbows and wounded him and that sort of thing <laughs> and then he fled and basically didn't turn around and head back to the palace on the basis that the likely cause of this assassination was going to be Iliosa or one of two or three people who would be sitting in the palace waiting for him yeah so what he suspects Iliosa, does he? Not anymore. 
Okay. But that that was one of his original synopsises. Was okay. like hey, clearly these people are trying to abduct me. Yeah, I need to run to somebody I can trust, and I can trust Salvatore because he's a friend, and because he's completely unrelated to the political goings on in the city. He doesn't have any axe to grind with it. Whereas I can't trust Iliosa because she theoretically benefits from my my capture or death. Yeah. And I can't trust you know the Mandraviuses or the Arconas for the same sort of reasons and yeah. things. Also, he was kind of delirious with blood loss at this point. So yeah. he, he can give you a reasonably precise... He's got a really good memory for it, but his story gets very blurry at times. He, yeah. he literally ends up with, somehow I ended up at Salvatore's house. So, I have made a list of the things that we need to do something about. Okay. Simplest. Go see Cressidia and tell her, investigate the chest and tell her what we know about Krasia. Nice. We need to resolve the situation of Glorioa and the Arconas in some way. Yes. We need to do something about the whole Neolandis Seneschal situation. Mm-hmm. We need to end the... We need to lean on Ilios to end the quarantine. The situation with Glorio may resolve that, but if not, yeah. it's an idea that time has passed. Oh, yes. long past. And then lastly and most crucially... These those last three I mentioned probably involve going and talking to the Queen. Yes. Before we do this, Sabrina might be a Rukshasa. Well, a not Rukshasa, a, uh, a, a corrupt Rukshasa. Uh, a throwback. She, um, if so, she would either be basically a mutant. She's mm. a human that's been born to two Rukshasa who were impersonating yeah. humans. Or equally valid, she's actually a Rukshasa who's yeah. pretending to be a human because. They can do that we pretty trivially. We have commune, uh, commune in, the, in the morning, don't we? No. No, you, you have to buy it. Oh, that was that. Okay. Yeah. However, I think that given this list, we really need to know the answer to that question before we go up to the palace and talk to Iliosa. So I propose that that's what we address first. Okay. That's my yeah. suggestion, but... Um, is she a rickshasa? Yeah. If we do a commune spell, we can find that out. And then we can also ask some other questions that we want to know, but that's the kind of crucial one. How much is a commune? Lots of money. Yeah. But we do have a bunch of treasure we haven't divided. Please. My proposal, given what the state party fund doesn't like, is that instead of dividing this lot, we just put it straight into the party fund. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to find out how much money it is first? Yeah. Because, like, like in, in logical sense... We'd have to divide out the money first. We'd have to sell stuff to get money to be able to afford the commune spell. So that would be our well, first well, step. We'd just be we'd just be going further into the negatives in the party fund as long as we don't actually exceed the amount of money that we have as players. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, this is actually one of the things that I'd um, require you to have because you're against a theoretically ticking clock. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Which are, you also, out, are you finding out how much commune spell I'm is? looking for it. And, and at this point, you're basically hitting... It's it's getting to evening, and it's probably somewhere in the neighbourhood of 10 to 12 hours since you left Pelisarcona. Yeah, so we probably are just going to need... Even if it gives Doria more time to prepare, we probably just are going to need to um, spend the night. Well, we want to get our abilities back anyway. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that was the idea, wasn't it? Was that we needed our spells back. Well, we had a sleep after we left. Okay, it's a thousand, it's um, sixteen hundred gold pieces. 
Yeah. And how much money do we have, treasure-wise? I have. Uh, do you want me to stop and divvy the loot? Not divvy the loot, but find out that we have enough to actually afford the scroll. Okay. So in our personal money, we have negative four thousand in gold pieces. It's a party fund. Wow. <laughs> we broke. <laughs> so I personally have five thousand gold pieces, so I can cover the current negative. Okay. Does anybody else have a positive treasure number? I have 4,200. Here we go. Okay, we can afford a commute scroll if yeah. we just choose to buy one. Cool. <coughs> At some point, we're going to have to work out those numbers. <laughs> yes. But that doesn't feel like the urgent thing to do right now. True enough. Okay, what other questions have we got from this community spell? Because we get, what, three questions or four? Lots more than that. So, question one. If we're agreed on by <coughs> one, we can start thinking about questions. Um, I just need to go and place a call to organise some stuff for tomorrow. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't look like I need to be in this bit anyway, so... Yep. Alright. Is Sabrina a Rakshasa? Was Melia Arcona her mother? Because I think we want to know that. Yeah. Because she could be lying. That leaves seven. Remember, they need to be basically yes/no questions. When are we planning? When do we think we should go raid the place? Tomorrow. Well, we have our rest. We get all the forces together, so that'll be what tomorrow evening. I don't know how long it's going to take to sort all of this out. Yeah. Hey, to do to just answer. Say, in the morning we we do the commands. We get this this scroll and we do the spell. Yeah. We get the answers, and we take the information. We take the cabinet and whoever wants to to goes to Chrysidia in her office. We have that scene <coughs> there. Then she we take her and we go up to the palace. Yeah. And we, and we all and we all talk to. Uh, we probably want to buy a um, scroll of non-detection as well, unless that's something you can cast, because we don't want people to scry on us while we have the conversation at the palace. Uh, I can't cast. So um, we'll need a scroll. Um, I can cast a spell. Um, where is it? Um, I can. I can. Um, I can. Cast sculpt sound, which will make um, sound doesn't stop people scrying on us. Yeah, but they won't be able to hear them. Oh, so you could um, right. make the sound sound different, like we were having a different conversation. Right, it's a third level wizard spell, so it wouldn't be super expensive to get a scroll of in any uh, case. And depending on what else we find, what if any, what if anything else is in the cabinet that will help us. With whatever, yeah. We no. then go have the conversation with Iliosa, as as Helen said, and so we don't have to handle it that way. But my thought is to put our chips on the table and let the consequences fall where they may. Mm. Let Iliosa, if Neolandis is up for this, let Iliosa know what's happening with Neolandis. Let her know what's happening with Glorio, and then arrange to go take Glorio out. And then let the remaining powers of the city decide what happens now. Yeah. Let's see. I'm digging up our last set of community questions for reference about what we want to ask, what we asked last time.
Does Gloria O'Connor have a magical way of escaping his um, home? Are you worried that he's going to leave? Yeah, to mention door the hell out of that. He can't. That won't get him very far. It doesn't need to. It just needs to get him out of the yeah, building and, and get him and get him out of the building and onto the grounds very easily. Yeah, yeah. that invisibility. I have invisibility, coach. Yeah, yes, but he'll be away. You have to be able to know about. Yeah, because yeah. like, like dimension he... door moves him something like five hundred feet easily. So suddenly he's five five football fields that way. Yeah, and you won't know where to cast invisibility, coach. Is there a way of tracking him? Yep, which need um, dimensional anchor, is it? Yes. Um, but the city might be prepared to cover us on oh, that yes. one. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure if we could um, Octavia it on the action, then she'd be quite happy to love the bastard. Oh my down. gosh, are we going to have but a fight with the Mandraviuses? Yes. I think dimensional anchor is a thing Flora can actually prepare. Yeah, I think it's a I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah. And yeah, that's the anti... I think it's anti-teleport plane shift, all those sort of things. Yep. It's no, you know, sweet. 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 Yeah, Flora can do it. Sweet. Alright. Lock the bastard down. Mm. Alright, most of those are not startlingly interesting. Um, <coughs> the other thing we could do, I suppose, is um, ask a divination style question about Sabrina. About Sabrina, yeah. yeah, and see if we can get the answer to that because we we're not coming up with that much more that we want to ask in a commute yeah. front, and it is a very expensive spell. Yeah, yeah. so dimensional anchor covers basically all me- magical methods of egress that he could yes. use. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's, it's all it's all the teleport plane shift, the yeah. ethereal jaunt, etc., etc. Yeah, um, prevents him using gate the ninth level spell. It's like fuck you all. Here's a bell on yeah. what, what level is Dimensional Anchor? Fourth. A fourth level spell can block a ninth level. Yeah, uh, well, wow. it can prevent him using Gate to escape. If he can cast Gate, you're fucked, because he's just going to start gating in CR18 <laughs> demons and kill you. True. But still, it's quite impressive that it did yes. slow down. Um, the other option is to use the Divination to ask if there's anything we need to know hmm. before the attack. Because so mm. um, he's a tricky bastard, so I know it's going to have something in case things go south. Mm. I'm just drawing a blank on any other commune questions to ask. Can I have a look at what you've got thus far? Yep, that's not much. We've got two. This Melia Kona, her mother. Um, so you know that certainly Melia thinks that she is Sabrina's mother. Yes, we do know that. Cool. But it was yes. That that she true? could be she could be wrong because yeah. if basically like if she's being lied to yeah um, it's complicated but there are characters oh I know yeah. was um was Gloria Ona involved in organizing the plague That's fair enough um, so there were nine Rakshasha and now there's eight well we know there were nine logically there are now eight okay. yeah I'll just, one of the question is. Well, I'd be um, if there's more than four Rakshashas in the manor. Well, they quite certainly, we quite certainly are. Because you know, um, some of them may be wandering around in the city, is what mm. I'm suggesting. Oh no! Mm. I want to make sure yeah. I pull this out by the roots. Yeah, it's it's not a stupid <coughs> question. 
like, depends very much on when you cast the commune because yeah. like they're in the manor having breakfast and then they're all going on a day trip to the spa kind yeah. of thing. And we can't ask when we do the attack because we don't know that yet. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think commune can predict the future like that. So if you get, will they all be there at twelve o'clock noon today? What you'll get back is maybe, which is so so useless as to be unhelpful. Yes. It's that bloody free will again. Yeah. So we're, what we're looking for is things we want to know about what's happening in the city. Yes. And we asked who was influencing Iliosa last time. What we asked was, is the curse what's influencing Iliosa? Yeah. And the answer we got was, no, he who causes it. Um, did we want to ask a question about who causes it? Yes. Uh, if you can think of a question to ask. <laughs> a yes, no, maybe question. You, you could knock suspects off your list. Yes. Is uh, the person responsible for Elios's um, curse, or whatever you want to call it, such and such, or such and such, or such could and we such? We could, could we ask if the Mandraviuses are involved with any of the plots? Uh, well, was Gloria O'Connor involved in organising the plague? We could ask if the Mandraviuses were. I personally don't think that they oh, were. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't work with Arcanos. Yeah, no. yeah I, I, I need something more specific than are they involved in plots? Because you yeah, yeah, already yeah, guessed yeah, the answer will be yes. Yeah. 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 Um, are the Mandraviuses involved in plots? So it's true stuff. I mean, we could ask if individual people in the city are responsible for the curse, but I think it's very unlikely that they are, well, because it's been here for so long. My, 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 I think it's a demon or something. Uh, my question was going to be, does the person who causes it reside at Scarwell Castle? Uh, we know or, he's not in the palace. Yeah. Uh, Tanith yeah. being an elf is actually theoretically old enough, to, depending on how old he is, because nobody knows, because he looks nice and young. Yeah. Because he uses all his cosmetics and shit. He's theoretically old. It's, it's entirely possible he's older than Corvo, so that's that a wouldn't good, be hard to believe at all. That's a good point. So is Gloria Arcona, because he's immortal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I suggest, is an Arcona responsible for the curse? Yeah. Because yeah. if they are, I don't care which one that much. We will just kill them all. Yeah, let the gods sort them out. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Crossbow diplomacy. Um, and then I also propose, is Tanith Mandravius responsible for the curse? Okay. And if those come both come back, no. Is there a clue on the person who made the curse's identity within the library? Uh, I'm not sure I followed the question. Well, I'm not. I'm if not thinking if we look at the library, the library is, is it theoretically possible to find the answer? Well, not not the whole answer, but maybe a clue to it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound helpful. Okay. I mean, is a clue contained somewhere within all of the books in the library? Yeah. The the, the problem is, if the answer is yes, that doesn't really help you because you don't know what you're looking for. Okay. You know, should you be looking at the history of elves, the history of buildings? However, I think um, is the person responsible for the curse in Starwall Castle sounds like a is the being. Yeah. Well, we know it's a him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is useful information in and of itself. Responsible for the curse in Scarwall Castle. I've got a similar question to your thing about the library, which is I want to know, is there anything we can do to help Iliosa with the metal effects of the curse? Which is very likely to get us a yes, <laughs> and no further. Yeah. <laughs> um, Almost certainly. One, two, three, four, five, 
Six. We're making some progress um, here. With the Tanith Mandravius one, we could broaden that a little bit more and ask whether or not his um, his interests align with the city. Ooh. Whether or not he's benefiting the city. So whether or not he's got an external plot that he's well, doing. He's yeah. always doing an external plot. He's a I, I think the answer will very likely be yes, but not in a way that rules out any kind of evil plot that he yeah. Yeah. might yeah. have going on. <coughs> would go for something in the neighborhood of like, does he intend harm to the city? Yeah, that sounds like a more helpful question. Okay. Because, um, so I think, Susan, what was your original one? Does he have a plot? Well, basically, do I, does he have a plot that will, that will harm the city? Like, is he, because part of me wants to kind of say, okay, is he a good seneschal or is he a bad seneschal? Because mm. he's got a plot. I know he's got a yeah. plot. And I know that Octavia's not going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. So, does Tanis <coughs> intend harm towards the city? Seems like a useful enough question. Yeah, I think that that sort of answers what you're asking as well. Or have a plot that will harm the city. Yeah, yeah. because if it, he if he if he's got a plot against the city, he intends harm towards the city. Yeah, yeah. or if he has a uh, plot that will harm the city. Yeah, there's two slightly different things there. If he's doing something that may end up harming the city as a side effect. That's not his his plan. Is yeah. not to harm the city. Whereas, if his secret plan is to, um, you know, take out sa- sacrifice everyone in <coughs> their blood, Elizabeth Buffaldi style, to gain immortality, then yes, he absolutely intends harm to the city. Yeah, that would be a bit of a strange thing for an elf to plan. <laughs> hey, Stranger Things. Netflix TV show. I know I don't look a day over a hundred. But these thighs don't these thighs don't rub themselves, you know. Oh, that's not a great way to keep them in shape. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's shaping. Eight. I've got an eighth question. Yeah. Is the man we rescued from the Icona dungeon the Alandus Kelpopolis? (laughs) Nice. I thought we I thought we confirmed it was him. Uh, you you confirmed that he knows lots about Neolandus. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I just wanted yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a paranoid question, but, you know, well, you uh, paranoid times. I was pretty sure we confirmed it because he did detect evil and he didn't ping. Yeah, but yeah, Mario Luke, doesn't either. And Lucy then did detect, detect thoughts. <coughs> and he did ping. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he's a Rakshasa. I just want to show... Neolandus was rumored dead. I just want to make certain that this is Neolandus. We're about to put our we're about to put our eggs in his basket. We've got spare commune questions. I just want to be sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, one question left. Do you want to leave it and see how the other questions go, and then see? It's very difficult <coughs> to improvise one while the spell's duration is running. Yeah, and you you actually can't stop and talk about it. Because the commune stops working at that point. Yeah. Um, can we convince? Oh no, that's that's a little bit too open ended, isn't it? Um, the answer is probably maybe. <laughs> Do we have enough forces to take on the Conan household? That's more of a divination. Yeah. Okay. Um, Plus, if there's time, it would be no. <laughs> Yeah, because at this point your forces are you guys and Vincarlo and Neolandis. And we're all tucking out. <laughs> Do we want to find out what was in the rooms? Again, yes or no. Does he have more prisoners in his basement? Sure. 
we could could ask that. I I mean, it seems like something we'll find out anyway when we raid it. Yeah, it won't that won't cover his secret um super secret room either because yeah. it's no. not in the basement. Hmm. Is there a prisoner in the secret secret room? Is it dangerous to open the door to the secret secret room? <laughs> It's Do we have the facilities to open the secret secret room? What we need is an augury on the secret the secret secret room <coughs> is actually I, augury. I can, we I all know. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, I, I'd rather wait until we're like about to Yeah. Um <laughs> then sit down and do that. But that's what the cards say. Is Skull Castle full of the undead? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all lies. Skeletor oh, um, is not, in fact, undead. Are the, um, what was that rumour about things other than the sewer other than Artooks? Are there things in the sewer other than the Artooks? Yeah, we know. <laughs> yes, we do. There are right. people. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, are there, um, the assassins, the red mantis assassins. Yeah, are there the any left in, in, uh, in Corvosa? Are there any red mantis assassins in all Corvosa? Yep. Yeah, um, you also don't know, um, strictly speaking, who hired them to spy on Vincarlo. Yeah, but that's yeah, not a true. yes or no question. That's yeah, probably yeah. yes or no is did so and so. Yeah, it's a future divination question. <coughs> we could ask: Did the Arcona, did an Arcona hire the red mantis assassins to spy on Vincarlo? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that would That's a good question. All right, we have our questions, do we? All right. Are we going to do that today or tomorrow? Definitely tomorrow. I mean, it's ten o'clock at night. Who's going to be selling commute scrolls? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you you could you you have enough wealth to go to the Church of Resmore and raise a scene and get one, but do you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. So I think at this point, however much time it gives Glorio to prepare, we just need to accept it. We just need yeah. to, we need sleep. Yeah. Yeah. However, the the only fact you have left <clears throat> evidence for Glorio is Melia is like somebody clearly raided the raided the basement, killed Melia in the Dark Sphinx, and took your pr- took his prisoners. Yeah, which is Blackjack, and his cabinet is missing. And Blackjack, and, and honestly, it. linking the two of them is not um, <laughs> particularly difficult. Yes, and um, but, Blackjack's claimed responsibility. But that doesn't that still doesn't give him a lot in the way of actionable information. No. Yeah. The oh. uh, the other theory that he could come up with is Vincarlo's missing. The place. Oh no, he knows. He'd know that um, thing is dead. Do we want to ask um, Vincarlo or Neolandis if they have any questions? Uh, do we want to do this in front? I was figuring we'd be doing this in part private, private yeah. because okay. we haven't told them about Sabrina being potentially a rakshasa, yeah. and no, I don't want not to until we know if she is or not. We're not necessarily going to tell them what our questions are. That's true. I mean, you could. There's no. nothing. That's a good point. Okay. okay. Um, we can tell them that we are planning to do a commune spell in the morning, and are there any specific questions they want to ask? Yeah. Probably dozens. <laughs> <laughs> I think possibly we'll say they can have one each because we're not deeply attached to all of them. Well. If they have a couple that are really important, then we might be able to drop some of those things. Is there anything on there that we could drop? Yeah, we can drop a couple of them. I think one (coughs) is a nice narrow (coughs) factor. And plus it'll help them. I think on the whole, um, it would probably be better if you didn't ask them in the first place. 
on the basis that then I have to try and formulate a question for them that isn't um, that isn't game that isn't me metagaming. Yeah. What the most important question for them to ask is? Yeah. Neil Landis alone could ask three dozen questions on Community about yeah. what the fuck is going. No, on. that's all right. We've we've hit our nine. We'll just not make the GM's brain explode. Yeah. <laughs> we can all get behind that. Uh, as it is, for one of these, I'm going to have to go off and check some notes on the computer anyway. Yeah. So. So, um, the other question, before we go to bed tonight, I would really like to have a private conversation with Ben about Blackjack, if you guys are okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's fine. Private as in us with him? Or no, 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 no. Private as in Jack and Ben Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking, I'm not asking you as characters, I'm not telling you I'm having this conversation, I'm asking you as players because it's going to hold up the action, but I feel like now is kind of the resonant time as opposed to waiting until... I mean, by the time all this shit storm blows out, we could be looking at a week or two, a week or three before we actually get downtime. I'm happy to save all the rest of the shit I want to do for downtime, but this particular one. Anyway, I think this is the right order, because I think we want to enlist Cressidia, because I feel like we need to bring the rule of law back to, um... Oh, yes. Like, the, this isn't about just what the queen, whatever the queen wants to do with no checks and balances. See, that, yeah, that, that's what I'm hoping uh, Neil Landis... Will agree to go back and be the Seneschal again? I hope that too, but I really, um, I think there's going to be a problem one way or the other. Yeah. Because I just don't see Tanith being prepared to, um, step down. My my experience has been like when you, as in my other game in Kingmaker, you appoint people as your counselors, and sometimes you realize you shouldn't have appointed someone and you try and get them to step down thing is, they don't always do that. In the most memorable case, she didn't do it because she was actually an evil cultist, and she wasn't prepared to give up being my spy master because um, it was incredibly important to her to be able to control my flow of information. Yeah. But even the people who aren't evil cultists aren't always prepared to step down. One of your questions provokes a complicated answer, which I now have, so... Nice! Cool. That's right. always a good one. Okay. So, so, pretty much crack of dawn the next day, you're going to the Temple of Phrasma? That is our plan, but um, I actually want, before we turn in for bed, I wanted to talk to Vincalo privately. Fair, fair enough. Um, and Neil Lance's plan is very much to park his ass here. Yeah. And go um, trapping around the city with you. Are you going to, like, talk entirely in thieves' cats and I'll not be here you? No, but I was thinking we'd have the conversation on the on, roof. On the rooftop of the shingles, <laughs> oh my gosh, five buildings down. such blackjacks. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a, I am actually a master vigilante. I have to keep up so, with it. So, Jack, you go to him and say, you know, can we have a word in private? And he says, of course. You know, and both of you look out the window to the rooftops. <laughs> and then climb out the window, scramble across five rooftops. Or it's just like, there's a... There's a letter here. <laughs> it was in they don't need letters. We don't. Where we're going, we don't need letters. <laughs> and he's got his mechanical arms, so he's able to do things double-handed so now. You are sitting on. You're sitting on a roof, side by side, under the moonlight. <clears throat> Hello, sis. So, you have more to discuss. You don't want the others to know. Ah, uh, yeah. They know some stuff about. Uh, they know some stuff about this, but I thought maybe. You'd like to talk about this in private with just me. I found out how Trajan died. He gives you a long searching look. You found something else while you were searching, I take it? It um, came to me. I know you're at this point going to... And um, at that point, I will... Um, 
take a. I will take the. Um, of course, you're actually wearing it. <laughs> I will take <laughs> the um, colourful scarf off my off my head. Yep. And think about it for a moment. Yeah, and which it turns back, back into, into Blackjack's mask. And he 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 looks at it for a moment and sort of does this point. Uh, I, I see what you did. <laughs> and then I will um, so retransform it and put it back on just as a scarf. Yeah. <clears throat> and he lets out a great sigh of relief. I had hoped that it would make its way to you, but you never know with these things. I set up my gear with the runestone of recall as you found to have it taken to have it taken away in case I was ever captured to remove any evidence the mask itself I couldn't mark but I knew it would go when it needed to and indeed when the Arconas caught Blackjack the next day they had Vincalo Gloria was very frustrated that I couldn't tell him where Blackjack had gone. <laughs> he know he knows, of course, as you know now, that I was Blackjack. That, in fact, that I at was Blackjack. Were you? But were you the Blackjack that we knew? One and the same. I was wondering. For as long as you have been. Apart for as long as you have been roaming the streets of Corvosa, I have been Blackjack. And for the last nearly 30 years, I've been looking for someone to pass, to, looking for an apprentice suitable. I never knew when my luck would run out, when time would stop me. I had such promising students. Growl, Crocidia was far too inflexible. She would have never been suitable for the mask. Ironic, given her father's given her father's secret occupation. Sabrina, I had high hopes for, but she had the the lack of respect for the law that Blackjack sometimes requires, but not the heart. I think the did it pass to you after Trajan died. Trajan took me in off the streets when I was desperate, starving, trying to pick his pocket. Of course, I didn't know who he was during his nightly excursions at the time. I thought he was just another guard. He, I was very surprised when he was impressed by the temerity I showed rather than immediately locking me up. He took me in, looked after me, made sure I had a place to sleep, <coughs> trained me up in swordsmanship, history, reading, all the other things I never learned as a child. Being Shalish is being Shalish is useful if you're above a certain class in the city. Below it, everyone's the same colour of mud. <laughs> yeah, you taught me that. I used to think um, the pure gods had it easy, but I can see that... Um, being a street much rat's pretty much the same whoever you are. I can only assume at the time that <coughs> Trajan was intending to train me up as a possible successor for the mask. Certainly when he died you understand I had no idea 
all that time that it was him. Not until he passed, and the mask suddenly turned up, curled around the hilt of my sword, just overnight. And he rubs his head tiredly. Sorry, it's a painful memory. <coughs> I saw very rapidly where he'd been killed, <coughs> what he'd been killed by, but that brought me no closer to the truth. It wasn't until a great many years later when I talked to Salvador, and even even then, I went into Pelisartona assuming the creatures were some manner of Vudran assassins that Glorio had conjured or paid or bound here. I'd never, I'd never surmised they were the Arconas themselves. We had a lot more to go on with what you had already found out. So yes, now you know, I am. I was Blackjack, and when captured I could no longer fulfill my duties to Corvosa. You know the history of that mask. You know who wore it first. You know how important this is. When the call comes, somebody has to answer. If you choose it not to be you, I would understand, but somebody has to. I never thought Blackjack's always been important to me, a part of the city, something that's just for us. And I look at him, you know, the, the real people. Yes. The people who don't have anyone else. But I never... I never thought it would be me, but I guess I've tried to do my best rescuing Salvador, breaking into Palace Arcona. It was impressive. Got a great deal further than I did. I it without Flora, that, um, find the path spell, and the others as well, Silver, lying, Silver getting us in as cleaning staff and everyone. We couldn't have done it without working together. They know about me. They don't know about you. But they might have figured out a little bit. We found all the stuff. It was kind of a little bit blackjacky. There are several inferences that could be made that I am blackjack, that I knew blackjack, that I trained blackjack. All of which, well, I would prefer to leave as much mystery around it as, po- as can still be retained. That's fine with me. Even now, that knowledge is dangerous to me, and dangerous to you. If people know who I was, then they may guess at who you are. Although, very few very few have come far enough to work out that Blackjack has been more than one man, or woman. That there have been dozens and <coughs> dozens of them for all of Corvos' history, fighting and dying to protect the people of this city. And it has to be someone like you, and it has to be someone like me. Your friends, Garin, he means well, but he's too stiff-necked. He doesn't understand. There comes time when the rules need to be broken for the greater good. And your friend Silver, he has the air of nobility around him. Spoiled, rich, never gone hungry a day in his life. No, no, he was a whole week on the streets, he told me. Such terrible toils. <laughs> it's doubtlessly what turned his hair such appalling colours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
gosh, so rude. You do so not. The you do. So the hairs on Silver's neck kind of. You do not off. fit Vincalo's sense of style. You are way too anime. He's he's very high English, <laughs> sophisticated. And Flora's just too good-hearted. She be- mm-hmm. she barely stole for Lamb, and he was going to. Get, she, she didn't even really learn how to steal for Lamb, and he was going to kill her. She's not the um. She's not the underclass sort. I had despaired of finding anyone for years <clears throat> past Sabrina. I could only assume that Alethea would know best to find someone. Maybe I know now why she's always watched out for me. Fate is a funny thing. I never quite know what the Lady Faraz- whether the Lady Phrasma intends this, or like the rest of us, she just writes it and makes it up as we go along. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Thanks for everything. I'm glad you're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) You've outstripped my every expectation of you thus far, Jack. You understand why I had to be so necessarily cryptic in my notes. No, no, that was (coughs) smart. I got that. Once I realised the Red Mantis were watching me, I knew I was going to have to move, even with limited information. It's got me in deep enough to be caught not well informed enough to not alas he sort of waves a hand off but looks kind of quite upset at this Um, you can't always be you can't always be good enough we all know that sooner or later everybody comes against an opponent that's too tough for them the question is now where do we go from here and he gestures, where do we, points at himself, you, and the mask. I... I accepted the responsibility. I could let it go, but I don't know that it would pass back to you might pass on to somebody else very possible when I first took up the mask I was young, angry consumed with the idea of getting revenge for Trajan's death it took me a few years of being blackjack to realise it was bigger than that that it was important that the idea of blackjack outstrip any motivations of the man or woman behind the mask a man or woman can be killed the idea cannot as long as someone believes, then Blackjack will always be a part of Corvosa. Do you want it back? He pauses on this for a long moment, and then... Truly? I don't know. I've been Blackjack for so long, it's hard to see myself as anything else, but it may be that the time has passed. I have a very, hand- I have a very handy disguise that few are... Um, I have a very handy disguise that few can look past, and because he's been Carlo at this point, he hasn't got his fake hand on, so he just holds up a stump. Or rather, he holds up his, his, his pretending immobile hand that's supposed to just have, like, a wooden prosthesis stuck in there or something. I don't suggest it, but this has been handy. <laughs> it's alright. I'm an illusionist. 
People generally see what I want them to see. And Jack has a smug little smile. <laughs> it's um how I've um how I've gotten myself um three years worth of education at the finest wizarding the university in the land without ever actually paying fees. Well Janitors Anything any piece, any, anything that keeps money out of Torgamore on Helios's hands can only be a good thing. I still think Tanith was a better choice than him. Tanith is more impenetrable. At least with Torgamore, I have an idea where his secrets lie. It wasn't. It's been tough. If we'd known Neil Landis was out there. Mind you, then we probably wouldn't have been able to pull off breaking into Gloria O'Connor's basement to get him back out. I was, I was as taken in as everyone else. The O'Connor's, Gloria, Melia, whoever was behind this, has gone to great lengths to put their plans and plots in motion. I suppose it makes sense they have decades to play with to think about this. I don't think they're the only ones either. There's, there's more going on in the city than just them, bad as they are. Yes, the Mandravius is playing the game of politics. And others, I think. This. Mordell supposedly lost in Vudra. Griff showing up to take his place. Something's afoot there. And, uh, <laughs> Jack just looks down. Yeah. Because, um, you know. Yeah. It, he doesn't want to lie um, oh no, he's been announced dead. Who? Mordell's been announced dead. Yes, yes, that's, that's, he what, that's, it. that's what Vincalo's saying, that Mordell's conveniently dead in Vudra, but he doesn't believe Mordell is dead. Yeah, yeah he, no, he, no, he was announced as being taken by the plague. Yes, uh, yes, but um, Vincalo believes basically that the Mandrakis <coughs> have squirreled Mordell away to pull him out for a surprise as some part of their sinister plan. Okay. I mean, as it turns out, he's absolutely dead wrong, but, um... But he could be dead, like, if, if, if Silver came out right this yeah. very second, he'd be all like, oh, this is part of your ploy. Yeah. Vincalo <laughs> has his own very strong ideas and opinions about who's doing what in the city and who's a bad guy, but that doesn't make it right. That yeah. just makes it his opinion. Yeah. Among other things, you know, he he strongly dislikes right almost to the point of hating Iliosa. Yeah, yeah. As does Blackjack for the obvious reason that he yeah, is Blackjack. I I'm scared about keeping it, but I don't wanna I don't wanna mess with destiny. I don't wanna take it from you. But I don't know if I'm supposed to pass it back. I tell you what, I think this is something that we can ask and I will take off the mask again transform it and pass it over to Vincalo while still holding it so that we both potentially both take it what a fascinating concept can I have um, Blackjack's mask I broke all the information down on that one sheet I don't need to keep it so when you both take it nothing happens the mask does not leave either hand um, both of you are um, uh, so both of you are willing, able, and suitable to serve Corvosa as Blackjack. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not actively you're not actively giving it up. Because that would be you saying I don't want to be Blackjack anymore. Here you're saying I'm not sure. 
So if I um, oh dear Lord. if I choose to give that to him, yeah, do, do I have to reject it, or can I let it go and he holds on to it? So the idea is that um, the mask itself is is a semi sentient object. It's an artifact, basically. Um, if somebody if somebody takes it who is uh, un- unable, unsuitable, or unwilling to serve Corvosa, of which there could be several people. For example, um, you know, if you were crippled in a wheelchair, you would be unsuitable regardless of your motivations. If you're Chrysid- like Chrysidia, it would be it would disappear from her because she's unsuitable to be blackjack. She doesn't have the appropriate temperament. You are not worthy. Um, and unwilling is somebody saying, "I don't want to be blackjack anymore." So if you become unwilling to be blackjack, i.e. you choose not to be, then you give up the mask and it will leave you because you're no longer willing to be blackjack. So, by that definition, yeah. does that mean that it's possible that at some point in time there could have been a group of people being blackjack? No, only one well, person can be. Really? Among, other, among other things, only one person can wear the mask of blackjack, but yes. anyone can tie a black mask around their face and say they're blackjack. You know, there are several very easy methods of pretending to be blackjack. Well, what I'm saying is, yes, only one person can wear the mask. Yes. But say, say person A wears the mask, and then the next night, person B, who also qualifies for all those, wears the mask and they just keep swapping around so nobody's quite sure who uh, it is. I see what you're saying. No. Um, then um, from what you from what you were getting here, Jack, because the mask is not picking either of you, both of you are perfectly capable candidates. Both of you are willing, a, willing suitable and able to be blackjack. Um, it's just a question of who it will be um, because it's going to be decided by which one gives up being blackjack because Vincalo didn't actually give up being blackjack he was unable to serve in that role because he'd been captured and now he is perfectly able to again Um, but essentially if you you can't just give it up to him temporarily and then take it back again when it's convenient for you you either are blackjack or you aren't yeah and if both of you reject it, then it will disappear from both of you and reappear on the whims of fate to someone else completely. And you guys will have no idea who that will be, but Blackjack will turn up again in the city. My money's on crap. <laughs> it's totally good. <laughs> and um, still holding the mask, Jack will say, Lady Alica, you've always watched out for me. And I think maybe you watch out for everybody who serves the city this way. Giancarlo's watched over the city for a long time, and he's prepared. I don't want. I don't want to reject this gift that you've given, but I don't want to take it from him when he's still willing to serve. And I will eventually reach out for guidance. Yeah, both, and you both, and Giancarlo as well. Um, 
he has never made any open show of being a worshipper of Horasma at all, but now you know, of course, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and indeed, one of the reasons he doesn't <laughs> make a show of it is to preserve his secret identity. Yeah. Um, and so both of you sort of look around for guidance, you know, a gust of wind, a, a feather falling between you, some manner of intercession, and nothing comes. I, and um, I think <laughs> Seeing I... our fates are our fates are in our hands to decide. All right, then I think I know what I, I I think I know the right thing to do, and Jack will let go of the mask. It's um, and uh, you know, as a human, would reckon it. I'm about sixteen. I'm thirty-two. I'm going to be around for a long time. I used to think that I wouldn't make it to adulthood as gnomes reckon it. But if I do, I could be around a long time. If you can't do this anymore, if you've had enough or something else happens to you, and I'm still here. He nods, smiles, and picks the mask up and ties it around his face in an instant blackjack as he has always looked she, as she, the female gnome, has always looked, <laughs> appears in front of you. Says, well then, it would seem that I will have an apprentice for a great many years. There have never been, there's never, Blackjack is tradition, Blackjack traditionally works alone, but there's no reason it needs to be so. We can get, we can always find another mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, mini Jack. <laughs> I'm thinking Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. Among other things, like Ben Keller would actively discuss with you that it would be tremendously useful to have somebody else who could turn up as Blackjack by virtue of just putting you in boots and a mask kind of thing while he was strutting around secure his identity and then vice versa. Yeah. Clearly establishing that neither of you are Blackjack. Well, that's the thing. If Jack adventures with Blackjack for a while after Blackjack doing all this stuff, with the rest of the party, but no Jack. Um, indeed, yeah. he will openly tell you this because this has actually happened at least twice on screen. Um, <laughs> Vincalo has been in the same place as Blackjack by virtue of Blackjack wielding a... Uh, Vincalo has no innate magic, but he has a lot of used magic device and a variety of wands. Ah, nice. Getting a wand of illusion and casting an illusion of Vincalo just kind of standing in the crowd generically yeah. chilling. It's like, yeah. look, Vincalo's over here. I'm Blackjack. <laughs> and also, you know, Vincalo has one hand, you know. I clearly have, have two. two. Yeah. two operational hands. Because I dual wield. I just love the fact that Garen at one point fought, fought Vincalo on top of it, on top of the um, execution stage. <laughs> I I took down Vincalo in the, the play. <laughs> that you did. <laughs> I told him to back down, and he did. <laughs> I will always do. I will always do what I think is right, Vokovosa. I most sincerely hope that it does not bring you and I in opposition. We know more about what's going on now. I'm concerned about what Elios has been doing lately, but I maybe know more about why she's been doing what she's been doing than you do. It's. I think she can still work out for the city, but if she does go all the way and become a tyrant, then we'll all have to take her down. And Vincalo will turn back. He changes back to Vincalo. She was already prepared to kill an innocent girl. Trinia Sabor's blood is on her hands. 
If I tell you this, you have to promise you'll tell no one else. And he, <laughs> he stops for the longest moment. I can't make you that promise if it's not in the best interests of Corvosa. Then I already... Then it's the same thing I told you in that alley. Yeah. As he, he sits there and actively thinks about lying to you and this yeah. and then doesn't. But what I can tell you is... I know what really happened there, and I'm okay with it. And I think you know what I would be okay with. And he watches you. People see what you want them to see. A trick. But these lives on the line, yeah? I understand. <laughs> if the girl was elsewhere, is she safe? And Jack looks away and then very slightly nods. He nods and That's what really made. Damn good trick. Looks so real. Poor <laughs> <laughs> <Old> black Jack. <laughs> Alright, and I think at that point we will leave that there. Very well done. <laughs> I did not expect you to hand back the mask off. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Ooh. Again, two hero, two hero points. Nice. Ooh. And the mask of Blackjack leaves you. Yep. Now the question is, are you going to tell the rest of the group that the mask <laughs> is passed on? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have this really weird scene. We're walking with Jack and Blackjack. She's like, what the fuck? No, no, it's cool. We know she's an illusionist. Exactly. Yeah. It all makes perfect sense. No, the question is, is this one the illusion yeah. or is that Because that's <laughs> exactly the illusion you do, is yeah. Jack is just standing there with the party, yeah. casting some useless spells, <laughs> waving around and nothing is happening. Um, it's the perfect crime. Uh, <laughs> and um, at present, I'm going to tell you guys none of that. Well, <laughs> I think the only person who could possibly pick up on you would be freaking uh, Silver. <laughs> Um, uh, Jack, I was just saying, um, and at present, Jack is going to tell the rest of you none of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> so we still think she's black. So Vincalo will probably talk to you long into the night about this and that and life, the universe, and everything, given he hasn't had many people to. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I'm perfectly, and I'm perfectly happy to spend some time. Superhero therapy! So to, to clarify several points for you and the table, his, his plan was that, um, he he was going to train up the he he became the he became a swordsman a swordsman teacher because that was the skill he had and as he says you know being blackjack doesn't really pay the bills no. <laughs> uh, there there are several there are several good ways to acquire money as blackjack but it's several good ways. you'll end, you'll end up taking from the rich many times but uh, and there's there's plenty of opportunity to take from the poor, but there are enough people taking from them already. <laughs> so he's openly and actively stolen money in the course of being blackjack from various rich nobles, and has no qualms about that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jack didn't go kind of man of blind, but only because you all were there with her. <laughs> but he's never actively gone out and robbed them yeah. as as an intent to get himself money. He's only yeah. done it as a side effect of his various jobs and rescue missions and things. Um, so he set himself up at the Clash of Steel in order to have a legitimate profession and actually make money. Um, 
you know he took in Crusinia and Sabrina pretty much for exactly the reasons you think. Um, he um, and his theory was he was training he was training Crusidia was his first choice to be the next Blackjack. In, in so far as he has any choice in the matter, yeah. But he's long come to the conclusion that she doesn't have the temperament for it. She's too inflexible. Yeah, he says too too dedicated, too dedicated to the memory of her father. Trajan was a good man, but what she worships is part illusion. I never had the heart to tell her the truth; it would shatter her. Uh, and then he was also training Grau and Sabrina on the theory that the best and awesomest swordsman in the city would probably become Blackjack and his theory was first it would be Cressidia then when she proved unsuitable it was going to be Sabrina it was never going to be Grau yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Sabrina went, became a psychopath yeah, so, yeah. You know, that happened because yeah. that's what she does just <laughs> um, trying to find and in terms of his um, capacities um, yeah I'm not going to tell him your secret mm. but I'm not going to tell you his at least with the, obviously because I took you guys all on this mission you do now know a lot of it but. Yeah, I am happy that he knows though about uh about the artist girl. Yeah. Other oh, Yeah. Um, I, I'm skating very close to the edge of my promises there. In terms of his his skills and capacities, um, he is a rogue fighter duelist. Awesome. Class. Um, level? Uh, ten. <sighs> he's much higher level than we are. We're level No, he's not. High. He's only one level higher. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're yeah, really I, I, I don't think we've entirely adjusted to being so high level. <laughs> blackjack, blackjack was much better than you, but then you've done a whole bunch of awesome yeah, adventures. Yeah, no, I, I just forgot for a moment that we're level I'm just high. remembering um, the duelist's abilities, and there's a bit which seems to apply particularly to him. The fact that he gets a bonus when he's not using a shield and fighting one-handed. Yeah, I gave him... Um, no, no, fighting one-handed. Yes. <laughs> I gave him the um, I gave him the Pathfinder Jewelist instead of the crappy three point five. Thank you. But he basically gets higher AC from his intelligence and that sort of thing, and um, has split his feet between kind of hand crossbowy things and kind of rapiery things. Nice. I was um, contemplating um, Jack researching um, the um, Phantom Limb spell. Um, because on the basis again, we can have another campaign where we rescue people's limbs. <laughs> well, I was thinking about Vincalo, but given he's already got a clockwork hand, but I figured I could look up in the academy and find Sierra's research because there's probably a copy of it. Well, he is he is mostly a rogue with high use magic device. Yeah, and any it, it largely relies on flippy, jumpy, rapier, shooty stuff, and then has various random wands to do assorted random effects. Nice. Which he can get Jack, his, his helpful Robin to do now. I am totally up to being Robin. Black Jack and Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> I see more as Nightwing. <laughs> I can just see confusing the shit out of the, the various nobles in the city when like five Black Jacks raid, <laughs> raid the five noble houses all at the same night at the same time. <laughs> no! <laughs> But yeah, basically by giving him the mask, I'm 
accepting that he's not necessarily going to make the same choices that I would make, yeah. and that we may actively come into opposition. Yeah. On the other hand, I do think that's less likely than it was now that we know a bit yeah. more about each other. I, d- I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but it's possible. Yeah. He's he's a highly principled man to his own definition of principles. And we've already differed on how we're doing things in Corvosa. You know, ultimately, we're all pretty united behind our team flag, and everybody else is doing their own thing for their own reasons, even the people we get on well with. We may not always stay in Camp Iliosa. We may not, um, we may come up against, we've come up against Blackjack in the past, and we may do so again. (laughs) Whatever the hell team Tannis Mandravius is on, we're on a different team from that. (laughs) Well, we'll see what he's up to. I mean, he may not be up to evil stuff. Who knows? He may be up to no bads. (laughs) Which would be... Well, all we know is that Octavia <laughs> is going to be improving. That was an excellent conversation with Ben Carlo. Well done. The biggest plot twist. Dawn breaks. A new Dawn breaks over Corvosa. Sorry, I was going to. Night falls again over Corvosa. Silver's going to want to talk to Neolandis. Are we just generically sort of in Flora's house, or are you having a secret conversation? Um. Well, if it becomes a secret, then you'll make it a secret one. In the meantime, though, it's just kind of like a... Silver wants to talk... Silver wants to talk politics. Yeah. <laughs> Is um, this something that needs to happen now? Um, well, Silver is wanting to talk about... like a, Straight up, he wants to talk about the Mandraviuses and what he knows about the, the Mandraviuses in the past. Yeah. Um, but he also wants to kind of... Because Silver doesn't really quite understand the political side, because he never really yeah. paid attention. Yeah. Like, he wasn't listening when all of that was going on. Yeah. So, um, that's what I was wanting to do. Um, I don't know whether or not there's anything that needs to be done in character, but Silver wants to do that. That sounds like something to... That sounds like off-screen sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably a long, a long info dump from Neolanders, which I can um, possibly write up and clarify. Yeah, sure. Because Silver doesn't really quite understand what what um, his stance is on, on yeah, the Mandraviuses. Does Neil, he like the Mandraviuses? Uh, Neolandus? Yeah. Uh, he, will not, he will not express strong like or dislike for anyone. Because yeah. he's, he's very politically... Or he certainly endeavours to create the impression that he is politically neutral. He talks yeah, about the Mandraviuses and their power base within the city and where yeah. they're at and that sort of thing without judging them either for or against quite deliberately he tries to keep himself politically neutral okay that's probably a good thing because Tanith isn't politically neutral at all in theory that's (laughs) what the Seneschal should be doing yeah because Neil Anders was a really good Seneschal and and Tanith is from a certain point of view but doesn't do that part of it yeah Yeah. alright so um, are we prepared to cast it by a commune spell and Ask yeah. questions. Yes. Yeah, it looks like it. Okay. So yeah, there's sort of a, a priest of from the dawn ship. Communes at six o'clock in the morning. You have money, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see one of you is a worshipper of Sarah Ray. Yes, yeah. first thing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> God damn Sarah Ray. <laughs> no 
We love you're you. The one, you're the one going with them. Yeah. Sweet. Everybody's wiping the sweat with the eye. Garn's just yeah, fully gone. Yeah, I think Garn and like Lucy, because she's the NPC, and Garn was always getting her up at dawn to go by the straw. Because <laughs> Jack was up till midnight talking to a vigilante. Jack needs her beauty sleep. Yeah. Okay, so then Flora was casting this, and you were getting Desna, you were speaking to Desna? Yes. Oh, so we were, were we bringing the spell of, of Flora's casting it? There, uh, there's probably a private room in the temple we could use. Yeah. You're like, bringing it back to my place. There are plenty yeah. of places. Yeah. 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 So, so we're, we're, casting, it, we're casting it back at the at, at Flora's place. Yeah, I think that's a good place to cast and it. We'll just yeah. we'll cast like we'll leave Neil Anderson. It is not us. very hard for you to get you know, time away from there. I, yeah. know, I mean, among other things, you could go up to the shingles and play wherever you want. Yeah, we can we can do so elsewhere, but that's fine. You know, Vincalo is kind of inherently a nosy bastard, as is the Atlantis, really, yeah. but neither of them are going to follow you, per yeah. se. Yeah. Alright, so... Um, so Flora sits and lays out the cards and calls on Desna's power, and her eyes sort of glaze over and look beyond... <clears throat> it's Sabrina Mirren and Rakshasa. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I have to stop right there at the first question. Oh, I thought you were prepared. <laughs> it is in her blood. Yeah, no. Because Desmond deems yes or no to be a misleading answer that does not serve your interests. <laughs> Alright, then I am going to ask a follow-up question. Can she change shape? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. <coughs> okay. Was Melia Arcona her mother? Yes. There we are. Oh my gosh. Was Gloria Arcona involved in organising the plague? Yes. Is an Arcona responsible for the curse of the Crimson Throne? throne? No. Is Tanith Mandravius responsible for the curse of the Crimson Throne? No. Oh, that's good to know. Is the bee. Oh, actually. Oh. <laughs> no. Captain. There are other ways that could be answered, but no is not misleading you. Okay. No. Is the being responsible for the curse in Scarwall Castle? Not the Scarwall you know. Ooh. I'm thinking twice. This, this is why I had to go in. <laughs> The answer to that is far more complicated. Yeah. Than I'm thinking either time travel or alternate plane. <laughs> is the man we rescued from the Icona dungeon Neil Anders Kalpopoulos? Yes. Thank you. Alright. Does Tanis Mandravius intend harm towards the city? No. Yay. That. Alright, and that's us out. <laughs> um, yeah, now you wish you had more. Yeah, 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 that's how it works. Um, just pointing out, that doesn't mean he's a good guy. No. <laughs> so he doesn't mean harm on the city. He doesn't mean it, but he may still do it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the way a lawful evil person looks after their city is different from the way a lawful good person looks after yeah, their yes. city. I would have said that that was the answer that we're going to get. I don't trust him any more than I did already. Yeah, but we know that he's not intentionally going to hurt the city. Yeah. The city is a very broad category. No, I I mean, I think that fairly covers, like, he's not, his his vision is not Corvosa where all the citizens are chained up and being whipped for his glory kind of thing. 
It's um, it could very well have been if he was really, really secretly much more evil. It could have been a different answer. Yes. So we yeah. established that isn't the case. Yeah, and if he's got a sinister plot to bring the city down, yeah, he which intends it harm. Yeah. And so as it is, either he intends the city well, or he doesn't have any intentions for the city one way or the other. Yeah. Or at, at which point I think we can deploy our original plan because we know that. Sabri- Sabrina is no less trustworthy than she already was. <laughs> what? Delicately phrased. <laughs> well, she's still a psycho murderer. Jack has opinions about Sabrina. <laughs> so, uh, Jack and it, it depends on if you're okay with people who chop other people's hands off. Yeah. And honestly, I actually have a lot of sympathy for Sabrina, but I still think. But it actually, but I put class both her and Chrysidia in the camp of people who I like who would stab me if I said the wrong thing to them. Yeah. So Jack and Flora, we're gonna go to Chrysidia, and I assume that Vincalo wants to come. Yeah. Yeah. I am happy if everyone wants to come. I'm kind of assuming Neolanders may or may not want to come, but our plan is to go from Chrysidia's place to um, the Queen. To see the Queen next, so we will want to, and to bring Neolanders along for that one. Yeah. So um, Actually, we don't necessarily want to bring Vincalo along for that one. Vincalo absolutely wants to come to Chrysidia because, among other things, um, she has several good reasons to take his word for things as yep. well as yours, so he's adding more weight to your case. Yeah. Uh, what was the second part about Neolanders? Um, Visiting the Queen. D- does Neolanders want to come with us? As from there, we're going along to see the Queen. Dear God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is what he absolutely does not want to do. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't does, want to be seen. He by does people. not want to present himself to the Queen until he's got a v- until he or you or both have a very clear and coherent plan on what you're going to do with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. He has he has an asserted he does have one advantage. That everybody thinks he's dead. Yeah, yeah. But but like he's he he and he will actively say, you know, presenting myself to Iliosa, presenting myself to Iliosa secretly, there is a very real possibility that she will simply have me assassinated and covered it up. Yeah, that's fair. One needs to think about these things in this position. All right, Garin's definitely going to Crescidia because. I, it only just hit me. Garin's the only lawful person in this party. Yes. I can totally see Lucy going to the Queen and Sabrina to beg a, to beg a squad of soldiers off them to go and kill Gloria. Yeah, alright, so what we're going to do is we're going to put a... To do that. We're going to put a pin in the Neolander situation. So yeah. that being the case, yeah. I have a proposal for what we do now, yeah. is get him stuck up with his own little flat yeah. and a disguise yeah. that's a bit more permanent, you know, like Silver can set him up with, you know... Silver, for some reason, has a relatively sound idea about what a man needs to just go around in disguise all the time with different hair <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah. know, looking different and stuff. For no particular reason, and no one should draw any conclusions from that, but he just does, is all. And we can... To, to be honest, Neil Anders doesn't draw any conclusions from it other than that you're a skilled disguise artist, which he already knows because he watched you sneak yeah. into Pelosarcona uh, in disguise. Does he, want to stay, does he want to stay at my place? Well, he can if he wants to, but You'd my theory is... On it. Yeah. Uh, my theory is that what Neil Landis might like, given that we're not going to be solving the situation with him imminently, is some peace and quiet in his own little flat and a chance to catch up on what's going yeah, on yeah, in the set, city setting, and operate setting on his own. Setting up in sort of a miscellaneous flat is probably yeah. quite a good idea. And then he can sort of, like, he can come to us if he wants to come out at any particular point or we can work out what we want to do and we can just postpone that whole issue until post-Glorio has been dealt with. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, I, I could tell him about the Dwarf's Forge, which is the usual meeting point. And it wouldn't it would have looked too odd if somebody just comes up randomly to the forge. I, I heard you have a dungeon. It's a basement. <laughs> Look, occasionally you have prisoners. It's a thing. He already knows about occasionally you yeah. interrogate those said prisoners. <laughs> All right. And then, um, so I assume that the flat will be near my house so that I can give him the disguises. And yeah, keep yeah, it sounds good. Because Neil Lance is basically running on a theory of as long as nobody talks and as long as he doesn't meddle, yeah. there's no reason he can't. And like in theory, he could just live the rest of his life in the city and no one would ever be any the wiser. Yeah. Mm. Um, he doesn't want to do that. He no, wants it's... to step back in, but he wants to, uh, or. Uh, to be honest, it's not even necessarily that he wants to step back in. He's actually happy to step down. To step down if that's how the how it falls out. But he he wants to have an idea of what yeah. who Iliosa is, what she's up to, what she's doing. He, he wants to essentially make his streetwise knowledge politics style checks and catch up on the very person much. Of the he's city. a very careful thinker. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll set him up, and he can. And then just kind of leave him to his own device. Speed of plot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we'll bring Vincarlo along to go see Cressidia. Sure. At which point he's welcome to potentially come along to go see Iliosa for the Glorio murdering posse because I kind of feel like while he may not get along super well with Iliosa, he wants to be in on the Glorio murdering posse. Okay. Is he going to murder the queen while he's standing in front of her though? No, no. Because <laughs> if he is, we probably won't want to bring him. Although he and Leosa don't get on super well, but, you know, we're planning on bringing Cressidia. And if we're putting Cressidia and Sabrina in the same room, Vincalo, and Vincalo Sabrina, and Iliosa is just icing on the cake. Yeah, I mean... It's going to be a bit of a tense room. Yeah, but they can all suck it up because we, they, all, they can all unite behind a desire to kill Gloria. <laughs> Vincalo's not about to flip out and stab Iliosa in the middle of her throne room. Because he's not a moron. (laughs) Well, the thing is, if Blackjack was bent on assassinating her, he'd probably already had a crack at it. Yeah. And that's not Blackjack's... That's not Blackjack's way. No. Very very few of the Blackjacks have gone in for assassination as a methodology. I I can just see when we tell Iliosa about this, and, you know, how we have to raid the Arconas, she's just going to take a moment and see the future, where she can get up in the morning... Go to her throne room and not see Gloria there or hear him at all. She'll be so happy. <laughs> Mind you, she's had that for the last how many months? Yeah, yes, but this is permanent. Yeah, then she can end the quarantine. She can end the so. quarantine. Yeah, never see him, and she can make Lucy and no- oh, and her family noble. Yes, that would be yeah. awesome. That that is my plan. Yes, I plan on suggesting that. For the power vacuum, she she up the the wind trishes. So before we do this thing with Cressidia, I would really like to buy and cast on myself a scroll of non-detection and yeah. make us very difficult to scry on. Um, I am at this point sufficiently invested in this that I am prepared to spend just spend my own money on that. If the party doesn't want to do it. How much is it? Four hundred and twenty-five gold pieces. I'll buy one for myself if you'll cast it on me. Uh, I believe that we only need one, but I'm I can not... have a look at non-detection. Is what you're casting? Yeah, I'm looking. Basically, what I'm looking for is, is a block scrying. Yeah, it's blocking scrying. Um, we also got a night of rest, didn't we? So we can. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew non-detection, I'd just cast it, but I don't. <laughs> 
But I want to keep it. It lasts an hour per level, so it's a good solid long time. So if I can um, cast it, then we can go. And it's on. If I cast it on me, then it's on me. So we can go see Cressidia, then go to the Kryn and be unscribable in both cases. Because these are two conversations I really don't want Gloria yeah. to eavesdrop on. Yeah. So I, I would, by a strict reading of this, it would only cover you. But I think that's kind of wank because. Um, what would happen is then people are basically looking at invisible thing they can't see or hear is talking to Eliosa kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where the concept is they scry on you, they get like the ten feet around you or whatever a scry gives you and instead they get call a busy, dial back again later. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the order of the sticks version. <laughs> yeah, because they just, there's there's false vision where you can give them something that isn't actually happening. Yeah. This is the cheaper, lighter version where they just get nothing. Yeah, disconnected. Yeah. yeah. Call cannot be completed as dialed. Cool. Yep, by all means. So, are you guys okay to buy that out of the party fund? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and one more chunk of money. Cool. And then, basically, I bought that mm. while we were getting the commune scroll. Yeah. Sure. Sense. Um, we head over to um, Chrysidia's office because we that's where we find Chrysidia because she's always working and before we go in the door I cast it on myself and ask everyone to stay close to me Yep. I will have the uh, bag of holding on yep okay so when you enter Citadel Volshin there are lots of Grey Maidens here, lots of um, Hell Knights here, and the very small amount of, like, the 50 Corvosan Guard that are still in operation. Um, as soon as you... As, basically, as soon as you enter and head for the Corvosan Guard areas, you will meet somebody who will escort you immediately to Crisidia. She's actively waiting on news from you. Yeah. Um, and she looks up with that, that slightly bleary and slightly tired look in her eyes but the iron determination in there and looks at you, takes in Vin Carlo and sort of raises her eyebrows for a minute and then looks at, you, looks at you all I take it you have news Yeah, but we don't know exactly what it is um, explain about the literary uh, explain about the legal pre- precedent Gareth well that's happening <laughs> <laughs> are you actually going yeah. to oh yes <laughs> Garand um, takes a deep breath in. <laughs> basically, gives the cliff notes of what happened. Yeah, and then <coughs> describes the legal precedents under which we didn't. It's a DC thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. And Crusidia <laughs> looks at looks at you. And that can't really be what the law says. <laughs> Yeah. And I point yeah. towards your little yeah. box. <laughs> so goes over, goes over to the door. We'll sort of open it. Talk to talk to her. A and I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. Michael or something in that neighbourhood. Says to says to you know go go down to the the old old archives <laughs> and get case such and such. You know okay. he goes back up. That is still on the books. All right. It appears that the law is with you in this whatever evidence you found can indeed be used. 
Excellent. That's just what I wanted to hear. Okay, then, um, we... Door shut? Yeah, she will... So um, she will... Garen's going to walk out the door at that point and just stand guard. Given you've told her that you're going to show her evidence, she's going to get her aide, Michael, to come in. And, and she says, so I have an independent pair of eyes who can yeah. testify that she hasn't interfered with this. Yeah. She says, because this is, this is the investigation of the murder of my own father, I can't be... I can't be alone with this evidence. It's best someone else has an eye on it outside of you. And Garrett's going to be outside the door with his earth shaker. Yep. No one's getting past him. Yep. And then Flora open. holds up the bag of holding, shakes it out, and a cabinet emerges. Yeah, I open it. You, you, yeah. you go. We, we, we reach in the cabinet. Yeah. I'm, I'm just picturing that, that thing where you've got stuffed in the bag and it's the shake, shake, swoop. <laughs> <laughs> that would slowly fall out. There's yeah. a lovely hooker in the middle of it. The bag would never be the same. <laughs> Bags have stretch marks. So I don't know what's inside because we didn't have time to pick the lock because, you know, it was tense. In the in the Arcona Manor. Yep. It's a scary place. So I can I can open it now, probably <laughs> with a little bit of time and practice. Oh yeah. Or I, we have this scroll I can cast and just open it. Yeah. Well, at this point, you can um, yeah. take twenty on the. Yeah. So I I figure I'm yeah, going to take twenty. twenty. I'd like yeah. to save the scroll of not for a situation where I won't have twenty. So yeah. I spend a bit of time with the cabinet. Yeah. So what you've got is this this glass cabinet. With a with a back that is a little too wide for it, kind of thing, with a secret bit is in the back, um, glass case, and Chrysidia is more than happy for you to pick the lock. Among other things, like lock picking is a perfectly legitimate enterprise in certain circumstance. And this is one of them. Like a locks- lock yeah. fixer. A lock, uh, like a locksmith, also yeah. has high ranks and disabled devices. So, yeah. I mean. Crusidia knows where you have come well from, her. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. But she is running on the theory that you are not presently committing any crimes, nor are you intending to. And also, you're Which aiding is, in, you the, know, aiding um, in yeah. the, the finding of evidence on her father. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. um, with the exception of the things I'm doing with the party, oh, that is completely true. <laughs> well, this should be amusing. Okay, so I assume that you can um, pick the lock. Um, if you take what what does taking twenty give you? That's right, because this is actually really hardcore locked. Yeah, um, it gives me a thirty six, which okay. may not be enough. Uh, no, it isn't. This is one of the um, this is one of the DC forty locks, which is why we have the knock spell. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Uh, at which point I'm totally okay to use our knock spell because this was one of the things we bought it for. Yeah, I'll cross it off. Uh, so this should be faintly amusing then. Um, when the cabinet opens, the trap that you didn't find it on the find it on it in the first place goes off. Lots of traps. And as as it opens from the lock, which you haven't put the proper key in, opened in the proper fashion, pours a couple of clouds of smoke. Um, and oh no! Please tell me it hasn't destroyed the evidence. No, no, I think it's going to attack There's us. something coming out. Interplanet ah. um. um, or something. Yeah, it's going to be a very different outcome than it would be if we weren't doing it in Presidia's office, but it makes me look unprofessional. And, and this roiling like black sort of cloud, with a couple of roiling black clouds of smoke with wings and claws appear, looking vaguely like so. Ah. They are some sort of extra-dimensional elemental doodad. Um, 
So do we roll for initiative, or do we just beat them to death, given we've got Procedure and some other guard and Garen outside and some other guards in the mix? Mm, yeah, I mean, you're kind of going to a- absolutely stomp the shit out of these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm perfectly happy. Like Garen, I imagine will come bolting back in when he hears sounds of combat inside. Yeah. Um, but yes, there's some sort of extra planar demon things, but um, they are nowhere near strong enough to put up a fight against you, Chris, you, you guys, Cressidia and Vencarlo. Yeah. So yeah. you pretty easily take them to pieces. So cool. number one piece of evidence against Vencarlo uh, against against Gloria Arcana. He has demons protecting his hookah. Nothing illegal about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you you really don't get the kind of things they teach up at the academy, right? You understand necromancy, the necromancy that you know, uh, uh, so cute. that that um, you ran into was on the curriculum. He learned to do that stuff in the class. They didn't necessarily say it was okay to chop up other students. No, that is illegal. <laughs> but, you know, actually raising zombies and things is on the curriculum of the academy. Yes, there's a night course. <laughs> and so... <coughs> so is summoning demons. What you've got in the front of the case, and Cressidia will will get her aid to document <coughs> this as you pull stuff out, um, there's four reasonably valuable-looking hookers in it. There's some exo- some cases of exotic tobacco in there. Um, the hookers are beautiful things with hookers are beautiful things with big jewels in them and that kind of thing. Um, and then in the back of the case, um, this is pretty much held by a just really a basic catch lock. And Jack, this one you can pick with trivial ease. It's design. You, you could pick it with a bar. There, there was a lot of swearing earlier as Jack yeah. um, cursed people who buy such expensive the, locks. The one at the back is pretty much designed to prevent the thing from popping open, and that's yeah. about it. Um, so you smash through that lock in, in six seconds flat. Um, and in the back of that, you find things that are a lot more disturbing. Um, there are a bunch of people's fingers. Oh. The right forefinger, the thumb, and the middle finger, and they have been mounted on what looks like nothing in the world more than the handle of a piece of cutlery. Like this. Like a bizarre fork with fingers. Mm. And the fingers have been bent in into what you recognize as the Vudran eating position. This is You put your three fingers together like so and scoop up the rice and eat like this. But they've made cutlery out of this with people's fingers. And there's more sets than just Trajan? Uh, yes, there are four sets in there. Trajan's is very obvious because it has Cressidia's birthday tattooed on it across his finger. See, uh, I was wondering how they preserved it. The other ones are unmarked, but they all look immaculate, and they are all detecting as magic. So, yeah, it's trophies and cutlery, usable cutlery. Oh, I'm so, uh, oh, so the fingers can go like that. No, you imagine like chopsticks. Yeah, so but what, they're magic, so... Yeah, they're just... It's probably what, just what, what you do in the Vudran custom is you put your hand together like so to make almost a spoon, you hold your bowl up and you scoop the rice up like this. And what they're doing is they've made an implement that does that with someone else's fingers. Yes. Yeah. Because they're super gross. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there must be some... They're, they're, so, and these three fingers are... Um, they have a lot of social and sort of religious significance to them, to the reasons you eat like that. Um, 
and it would be in fine keeping with the Vudran way. Although this shit is bizarre. But um, rickshaws, among other things, don't have normal fingers because their hands are backwards and that sort of thing. So that's probably how they eat. Yeah. Um, so they, these are clearly special trophies in some way, as opposed to just random people's things. Um, so, um, oh, that's kind of horrible. Sorry. And Presidia just slowly goes a few shades of pale and white and grinds her teeth. She looks at them. Michael, I can identify those as being tragic cross fingers. My birthday is tattooed on them. And she sits down heavily. <clears throat> so, in terms, we can kind of tell you everything now. We didn't want we can tell him to tell you a lot now that we didn't necessarily before among other things I've got a magical protection against being scried on up pretty soon we're going to need to go see the queen and talk to her she, about this stuff she nods in a slightly but dazed fashion before that is there anything else in no it is just keeping those finger chopsticks super gross yep yeah, yeah. Uh, is there any way of matching up the owners of those fingers uh so people would be rebel reasonably intuit. What they'd have on them magically at least is gentle repose that yeah. prevents them from decaying. So they've probably got permanent gentle repose and possibly something else on them. Um, so they could be as old as anything. They could be hundreds of years old at this point. Yeah. So they they may well be trophies from his previous kills. People who have been dead a while. Yeah, yeah. you're you're not. For, there hasn't been like a serial killer stealing fingers or anything prominent like that. No, so it could be somebody who's. We can, we can look, look, but we can there look are look. several people that have disappeared over the course of history who would have opposed House Arcona in some fashion or another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will then uh, try and get Michael out. Yeah. Like, make sure he's got that and he can take the evidence. Yeah, he will um, put them back in the cabinet and take the thing out again. Presuming that you guys have no burning desire to keep people's chopstick fingers. No! So, in terms of what we know, House Arcona are Rakshasa. She nods at this sort of... Do you know what a rickshaw is? We talked about it last time. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we didn't tell her about that. We told her that her father's killer was a rickshaw. Yeah. And I asked her if she wanted to know who, given that we couldn't do anything about it. It was them. Gloria Arcona murdered Dragoncroft. <clears throat> we don't have... We know that. We don't have a lot of evidence that it was specifically him that's admissible in court. But we found... You certainly have enough. At the very least, this is more than enough evidence to force him to answer some very hard questions about why he has dead men's fingers in his secret cabinet in his house. If it's not a direct link to murder, it's certainly more than enough for an arrest. And we believe when we look into it, we're going to find evidence that he was involved in organising the plague as well. He knew. That smirking bastard patted me on the cheek when I made field marshal and told me how remarkable it was for a woman to have come this far up in the city. And he knew the whole time. We want to go see the Queen. 
and organise to take out the Arconas now. We thought you'd want to come along. Yes. We'll need a substantial force. I doubt he'll go quietly. We need to do it as quickly as possible so that he isn't warned. But we can give you, you know, ten minutes to get yourself together. I know this is kind of She closes her eyes and takes one long, deep breath. No. My personal feelings will have to wait. Duty calls, and duty always comes first. Let us go speak to Queen Eliosa, and then place Lord Glorio Arcona under arrest. And all his family. We know what... He's the one that needs taking out most, but they all need to go. Oh, yes. Uh, except for Malia Arcona. Was she perchance resisting arrest? She tried to kill us. That We tried not to kill her, she tried to kill us. <laughs> and Crisidia nods, kind of unsurprised at this. Yeah. I mean, this does happen all the time in her yeah. job, because she's a medieval dead dead drop, so people resist arrest and get their asses killed all the time. Yeah. Alright, and then we want to go up to the palace Yep. and organise an urgent meeting with the Queen. Yep. Who I imagine will be pretty happy to see us. Absolutely. Is it yep. just the Queen and Sabrina? And Sabrina, doubtlessly. Yeah, um, I prefer not to have Tanith, but I would imagine he'll come along and well, I, 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 I'm okay to have Tanith. Yeah, um... I, the thing is, like, you know, if you get Vincarlo, uh, Sabrina, Cressidia, Iliosa, and Tanith in the room, you've got five very different <laughs> people with five very different agendas... But one thing they can all get together on is murdering Gloria. <laughs> so unless you unless you explicitly want a private one with just her and Sabrina, yeah. um, then you will get Tanith as well. Yeah, because this is clearly you. Yeah. You go and say we have urgent urgent business. Yeah, yeah but we want a private audience with no one else. Yeah, it's an, urge, just... an urgent private matter affecting yeah. the city. Yeah, and within. You know, within the span of about ten minutes, you have everyone assembled in the throne room. Um, Iliosa is um, sort of found, caught somewhere between dressed the full foreboding queen and dressed in a more relaxed garb. She's been on semi-official business, basically, but, you know, has the crown ruby glinting down, sits up, goes and sits up, recognises this is probably something serious, given you've shown up with the field marshal... Vincalo will just bow out entirely at this yeah. point. And she goes, sits down upon the Crimson Throne, Sabrina sort of flanking her on one side and Tanith on the other, just smiling and taking a seat on his own lower but very be- very comfortable, very bejeweled, fancy-looking chair. And he smiles. And Eliosa says, Something urgent, I take it. Oh, yes. Um, And I will glance over at Tanith. I've got a scroll of... I've, I cast a spell of non-detection on me about an hour ago. It should hopefully cover the radius, but um, it's important that we not be scried upon by anyone from the Arcona family right now. I know you um, have a lot more experience in the arcane arts. If there's anything you want to cast right about now, this would be a very good time. He... <laughs> <laughs> raises eyebrows that gives a big smile and... Ah, you have been learning a lot up there at the academy. <laughs> at the at the academy, yes, indeed. I think I have some. I think I have something useful in my pack. 
goes through, pulls out a scroll of false vision. There it is. And will cast it. <laughs> so, um, we have some evidence, um, and then we have and some stuff that we know but maybe don't have so much evidence for. So let me, let us just tell you, um, House Arcona are Rakshasa, and always have been, as far as we can tell. And Iliosa and Sabrina look a bit blank. Tanner sort of nods slightly. Nod, nods in a sage, kind of all-knowing way. Whether that's I know what a Rakshasa is. Oh, of course I've always known this. But we know that when Silver talked to him about fox people, he yeah. knew what Silver was talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he was very interested in yeah. what Silver had found out <laughs> yeah. about them. So I think he does know some parts of this, but not all of it. So you can actually give me a sense motive check. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a 16, so... Uh, 37. Cool. Okay, so... Come on, this is the big person I need to do sense motive against. <laughs> Nervousness to turn it out, score me. Um, Sabrina, not only is this news to Sabrina, she has no idea what a Rakshasa is at yeah. all. Doesn't even have the, the basic content of that's a Vudrani type word. Yeah. So she's just listening with, with blankness at this yeah. big Rakshasa. Uh, okay, I guess that's a problem. Tell me more about it. Yeah. Um, Iliosa looks at this with... Um, with with a slightly blank face for a moment and then begins thinking like she has sort of some distant knowledge of what Rikshasa are but doesn't know all that much about them. Yeah. Um, and Tanith endeavours to nod sagely and all-knowingly. He, he's very ambivalent on whether he's trying to convey the point of I knew this all along or I suspected this all along or I am so smart nothing surprised. But what he's generally trying to put on is I am so smart nothing ever surprises me. <laughs> Um, it is not news to him that there are Rakshasa, because obviously you yeah. can always include him on that. But it is news to him that House Arcona are Rakshasa. Oh. <laughs> and and he's trying to just, you know, oh, of course, you know. And inside you see him behind his, behind his big <laughs> smile going, ah, that's a fact I didn't know, but it's not, oh my gosh, that's terrible. It's, huh. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> like, like, we know this, and... Oh, fabulous. This can, this can only end well for us. Today will be a good yeah, day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that is me. The, and Iliosa says, they're... Demons? Outsiders, technically. Just kind of, but. Effectively, they can look like... A, they're immortal, and they can look like other people. The man that we know as Glorio Arcona. That's just what he looks like right now. He's been other people. Uh, does Iliosa... I can't remember what happened. Did, does Iliosa know that people endeavoured to fireball her during the play? I don't yes. think... Yes. 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 Yeah. Good, good. And, and that it was a mysterious fox lady. Yeah, yes. we, told yeah. Her, cool. we told her that part. Yeah. So she starts thinking... You know, you t- t- Tanith gives a very brief explanation of the shape-shifting animal-headed people... You're telling me that that House Arcona have been these these things in my city all along from the very beginning. Yeah. And they endeavoured to kill me. Melia Arcona endeavoured to kill you. And Crusidia 
in a hard as iron voices. And we have evidence that they murdered that, that one of them is responsible for murdering Trajan Croft. I have a warrant here for you to sign. <laughs> we have we um know but can't prove that Gloria Arcona murdered Trajan Croft and that he was involved in organizing the play. That part's inadmissible. What we have that is admissible is that he has Trajan Croft's fingers in a ch- that Trajan Croft's fingers were found in a chest in his house. And, and that he abducted Vincalo Assini and kept him in a, a cell in his basement for the last couple of months. Uh, Meliara, we ran into Meliara Arcona in, tra- in, uh, in um, uh, Gloria Arcona's basement, which is large. It's very, very large, and it's very difficult to find people who are in there. And uh, she tried to kill us, so we killed her. In the process of which he turned into a <laughs> fox lady. A predatory, almost sharp like <laughs> smile appears on her face. One down, then. So we need to take the other eight. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> These things think they can walk in the shadows of my city. You have. It sounds like you have enough proof to bring these accusations against them openly, and her eyes shift to Presidia, and Presidia nods. The law would support the, the arrest of everyone in House Arcona at this point, Your Majesty. We must find out how deep this plot goes. There's that sharp, like, <laughs> smile again. Oh, believe me, Field Marshal Croft. We will. Uh, so, they look from what we saw of the house, and... We got in and back out. The only people who saw us were Melia and a couple of monsters they had in the basement, and they're all dead. But they do definitely know someone was in there, because Vincalo isn't there anymore, and also the chest is gone, and, you know, Melia's dead and stuff. So um, they know that we're coming for them. They may not know that, that you're coming for them, but they know that someone is coming for them, and they were prepared to withstand a siege. They've been prepared for this day. Tenth. They had to know their interests wouldn't always align with the cities. Have there been any great movements from House Arcona this morning? Tenet sort of shakes his head. None that have met with my attention. They, nothing too open or overt has happened in response to this. They may still be gathering their wits about them. So, we need what you can give us to go take them down. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think Field Marshal, this is one arrest Field Marshal Croft would like to make in person. And she looks, Iliosa looks to, looks to Croft and gives a nod at this, by all means, and you won't be alone in this matter. As of right now, I am deputising the five of you to serve on an arrest squad. To put down any, if the Arconias come quietly, well and good. We'll try them and hang them. Pu- we'll try them and stick them out to dry publicly. But I imagine that Gloria will resist. Sabrina, Tanith, I want a force of Hell Knights and Grey Maidens on this as well. The Corvosan Guard won't be enough. I want to bring the hammer down on Gloria Arcona so hard that his teeth shatter. You can never smirk again. Oh my god! And they're like, around the room and looking over. I think everyone's with you on that one, Your Majesty. The city does not 
belong to them. How fast can you? How fast can you move with the squads? And sort of Sabrina and Tanith. Uh, yeah, this this will become transparently obvious to Garen and Silver both at the least. Um, both of them appear to have squads that are more or less quartered and armed and ready to go. Like, not not by any stretch of the imagination the full force of the Hell Knights and the Grey Maidens, but each of them has a force of about a hundred people that are ready to roll out and murder murder whoever needs murdering. <laughs> right now. Just yeah. when you're ready. <laughs> well, that's really freaking ominous, but, you know, today I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. And she smiles. Crocidia says, If he surrenders, we're taking him alive. Eliosa smirks at this. He won't surrender. A man like him never would. Not for the likes of you. I look at Crisidia and if if he surrenders, we'll we'll try and take him alive. But she's right, he won't. Not if he doesn't know we know what he is. He'll um, he'll try and fight. That's what Malia did. She kept us talking as long as she could, even as she tried to stab us in the back. But she fought when it came to the crunch. If they are Rajasa, says Tanith, then they are manipulating, lying, deceitful creatures. Everything about them is a trick, a false face. You can rely on them to twist us in as many knots as they can. I suggest we solve the problem by simply cutting through it. Commander Merrin? Shit! Sabrina <laughs> pulled her sword. This I can do. <laughs> we suggest silvering your weapons. Not silvering. Good al- uh, sorry, good line. Good, good line and piercing. Good line yeah. and we'll, we'll yeah. describe it in a non meta sort of yeah. way. Yeah. Pass the information along. Yeah, yeah. Which, to. which they don't have the capacity to do for like most of their troops, but most of their troops aren't going to be heavily involved in this. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it possible to not have the, um, the Arcana Armsman as part of this? The, no, the, no. The, the reason yeah. that they're bringing the, the what they're bringing what is functionally a mid-sized army against Palace Arcona on the basis that the the Arcona armsmen are going to defend it. Yeah. Like it's been the, the Arcona armsmen. Are the whole reason they have the Arcona. It's Gloria Arcona's private army. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, there's very little point assembling one if they won't defend you against you yeah. know people coming have... to kill you, even if they're the crown. That's the whole reason you have a private okay, Part so of the reason we're going is to keep him alive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll have to just be careful with that then. We're just going to have to knock the guy out. Yeah. We'll do what we can. Mm-mm. And so... But he might be a little bit upset today because somebody murdered Melia Arcona yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he might not know yet. Yeah. Like, within half an hour, Iliosa has this force assembled... You've yep. got what is basically the enti- almost the entirety of the Corvosan Guard at this point, uh, minus several people who are on other duties. So you've got like 40 Corvosan Guard, Crisidia, Sabrina and 100 Grey Maidens, <laughs> Tanith... Tanith um, Octavia. No, Tanith is not actually going, because mm. he does not command any form of military force. Yeah, it's Octavia. Octavia yeah. is yeah. going. Octavia wouldn't miss this for the world. Oh, no. With your with your permission, Majesty, I'll t- I'll I'll tell my wife that it's time to assemble the troops. 
to remove the threat of Gloria Kona <coughs> from the city. She will be delighted. <laughs> and Octavia Mandravius comes out like in her very red robes. <laughs> Look this huge smile on her face. Storm clouds around her. Man, all our cheeks are going to be sore by the end of the day from smiling so much. Oh god, it kind of feels it's like the whole city hates Gloria Quiet, quietish. Yeah, I will pack. Get this sort of half an hour yeah. while they're putting the together. I'll get up to. I'll go up to Ariosa. Your Majesty. Yes. It occurs to me that with the Arconas out of the city and the power structure of of the city, you will be in the the city itself will be in need of. An noble line of, of, of someone of someone to take it up. I suggest oh. that you consider elevating Lucy and her family to high noble status. I am certain that it will take several days to resolve this Arcana mess at least, but of course. After that it should be much clearer. A um, I will certainly see to it that everyone gets the rewards they deserve from this day's work. And I believe that my troops will get a very good look at old Corvosa and see whether there's still any need for the quarantine as we sweep in on the palace. Perhaps it's possible that by the end of the day the plague will have been cut out of Corvosa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no I, idea! I really hope so. <laughs> Uh, given that Corio <coughs> has kept it alive and well by lying to the people of Old Corvosa about the cure, then once he is gone, we can of course spread it, spread the cure so much easier and so much quicker. Because he was stopping the, the, the spread of the cure. He, no, he was really. lying. It's it's mostly that um. It's been politically convenient for Leosa to hold the quarantine up because it shuts yeah. the Arconas down. No, no, no. What but, I mean is, um, Gloria yeah, wasn't spreading the killer. Yeah, hospice houses and Correct. things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Serving the Queen and Gloria told lies about them, yes. is I think what people are thinking. Yeah. Yes. There as was, as was... a part of his, you know, Iliosa is the bad guy. Yeah. Well, I think after, you know, there's a decent possibility that um, it will become relatively clear who the bad guy is at this point. Yeah. So Ooh. within half an hour... You have got the scariest group of motherfucking troops you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And, and people just go white and part like the Red Sea as this parade goes through the streets of the city. You have a hundred Hell Knights in full black armor. Oh, led by Octavia. A hundred Grey Maidens in their shining grey. Led by Sabrina Merrill. The Corvosa Guard led by the Field Marshal. And then you five sweeping along on the front as well. looks like he wants to kill some <laughs> if I can be, I will. That's be three very scary women. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that Presidia has. I wanted to make damn sure there was a powerful woman in this city. So, as you sweep towards the bridge, um, basically <clears throat> one end of it is held by those three combined forces, the other end is held by the Arcona armsmen. Um, as they approach, Octavia 
simply marches up towards the guards that are holding the bridge from this end. Because you've got to go by bridge with this many people in full plate armor. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. swimming. Plus, it's ridiculous. We, plus, we don't want to really draw attention to the fact that we've just yeah. been violating the quarantine six ways from Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Chris City is um, to chosen to ignore that at this <laughs> yeah. stage. She's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yeah, but um, you, you know, you don't have to put it out there and say it. We'll pay the damn fine. Yeah. <laughs> So Octavia just sweeps up to them and stand aside and the guards on this side just move because she has more or less full and obvious authority to command them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's one of the three as forces she, in the as, as the column of troops sweeps towards the Arcona armsmen, she again stand aside and they're, they're a little more reluctant to do so because she doesn't command them, but they do. The yeah. forces guarding the bridge just move out of the way. Um, they don't appear to have any instructions whatsoever to stop her or anything in mind for this sort of thing. Uh, as if they haven't been alerted and the Arconas are largely ignorant of the gigantic <laughs> that's about to fall on them. <laughs> High five for all. Hammer of death. And indeed, oh my God, just as like... the column arrives at Palace Arcona, you can see them hastily slamming gates and erecting <laughs> fortifications. The notice they have had for this is about the four minutes it took for somebody faster to run down the road going, Holy fuck, this is probably bad news for us! You know, when a hundred hell knights march anywhere, it can't be good. I cannot Somebody believe is going to get destroyed. that you have gotten through this entire adventure without being spotted by Gloria fucking Arcana, <laughs> who has so, so, so many ways of finding this out. Alright, high fives again. <laughs> Team Burglar! I couldn't have done it without all of you. So, but I am the most awesome burglar ever. What this this will doubtlessly come out after the fact, um, but I'll, I'll tell you guys now is what he has is those those gemstones that were in odd places and some ones that were magical and that sort of thing. Um, there's something called there's something that he's done that's a Vudran mystical art called a third eye where he can choose to look through them through a magical eye that he has and like having a TV all he needs to do is look at it so once he becomes aware something is afoot he turns them all on and holds up his magic thing which is in fact an eye on the back of his hand of course and looks at it here it is and looks at it and watches you go around the palace and where you are and what you're doing and how best to ambush you and all this sort of thing. <laughs> One of them is in the cabinet that protects his secret treasure of Trajan Cross Fingers and evidence against him and that sort of thing. So as soon as you took the cabinet out, he'd have seen you because by that point he was staring desperately through his fucking eye to see what the fuck was going on. Except for the fact that you cast fucking non detection and they didn't see you coming. <laughs> Which has prevented him gaining, like, several hours lead on you at this point. Oh my god. Does this count as an army sneak attack? So, Palace Arcona is completely flat-footed by this. Oh, they oh are god. not secured against this at all, and this is going to be just an absolute slip. <laughs> it's not actually going to end up being a massacre. By yes. virtue of the fact that there's no actual need to massacre them, the Corvosan Guard are not, or the Arcona um, Armsmen are not organised enough to resist this. The, the palace has 
you know, 30 men on it around various points doing security and that sort of thing, but they're not assembled at the front gate ready to repel the army, and they haven't brought all the Arcona armsmen in from around the city to repel this army because they haven't seen it coming. <laughs> Which means we're not going to have to kill most of these boys. Yes. So you approach, basically, there is some light fighting at the gates, a couple of Arcona armsmen are beaten down, and then out come the battering rams, and they just smash the fucking gate <laughs> oh over, and they go. He has spent centuries preparing this place for a siege, and you yep. just totally outsmarted him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe he had a scrying thing. We were carrying that cannon around, and we had a scrying thing in it. Yes. Yeah, but we hadn't opened it. And you kept it in the bag of holding. Well, it's, it's in one of the hookers, so he can see out through the glass at what's oh. happening in front of the cabinet. Yeah. But you put it in your bag of holding. Yeah. So even if he had looked, what you've seen is the inside of a bag of holding. Because it's, it's not a thing that he's looking at all the time. He's not constantly aware of what's happening. Yeah. He's got to know something is up. up. I need to start watching my eye to see what's going on. Uh, so he's uh, been... Uh, he, just... he, the hook has been stolen, but he can't see who's stolen it. Yeah. Correct. And he didn't know it was stolen. Because if you'd taken it the first time and left... Yeah and then come back in again, he'd have been watching as you came in the second time. Yeah. Somebody came in and stole my cabinet. Something's afoot here. But we put it back. Yes, so he never knew. <laughs> and up until about ten minutes ago when people bashed down his gate. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. He knew nothing. He didn't yeah. know. There's a line that I'm just remembering for some reason from Dracula Dead and Loving It. You're indeed wise, Van Helsing, for a mortal who has lived but a single lifetime. <laughs> See, what I'm thinking is, like, as he hears that the as he gets his first word that the Arkansasmen are coming, because of course the cabinet's still sitting in the palace. <laughs> the cabinet's still sitting. He looks around and he sees, you know, like it's in like the guard tower, and the, there's people taking notes, and the hookers roll out, and people are here. It's like, okay, I might be a little bit fucked here. <laughs> Sir, Sabrina, and Crisidia are working together with Octavia and they bought their armies. I did not see this coming. <laughs> and I'd like to think we have Vincalo along for the ride in this crew, but he may not want to come. No, he no. doesn't like He's not one for that sort of open confrontation. Yeah. 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 And, you know, if you needed the force, it might be one thing. You don't. You actually have better better fighters than him. With yeah. you. I do imagine, though, he's on one of the rooftops watching this with yeah. Sabrina. Of pop down, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Blackjack will be watching this. <laughs> I hope he also has, like, marshmallows. <laughs> uh, like, several Arcona armsmen will be killed during this. Several more will not, because there's no real need to. The Hellites are not merciful, but nor do they deliberately execute people who are down on the ground for no particular reason. Yeah, yeah. the Hellites, if, surre- if you don't surrender really, really fast, the Hellites will just kill you. Yeah. But if you do surrender, they won't then yeah, kill you. They're lawfully um, Verrick Van Kastigen will pretty much be making a stand with the men that he has hastily assembled at the front of the palace, at, you know, the main but the main building inside the grounds, to defend the Arconas against the oppressive force the Queen has sent to butcher them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if what if anything do you want to do about him in terms Knock of knock him plan? out? Um, uh, do we want to play that out as a scene, or do we just want to state our intentions? Just state our intentions. Just state our intentions. Yeah, my, yeah, I guess the intentions. I think I think the theory is we yeah. call on him to surrender, yeah. and then if he doesn't, we endeavour to take him down in a um, non-fatal way. Yeah. 
So uh, and I can't imagine that he will. Overwhelming him and his and the you know, ten guys he's got assembled out here is not going to be stunningly hard. Um, it's like in theory you could talk him down. In practice, it's going to be pretty damn hard to do so because he's convinced that the queen is going to send people to kill him. And look, here they are. <laughs> So what I would like to do about the, once we have captured him, yeah, is I would like to um, bring him along when we fight Glorio. Uh, not a good idea. No. First off, capturing him is not actually a given because it is not just you guys fighting him. Ah, uh, yeah, it yeah. is battle of soldiers and that sort of thing. Yeah, if you've explicitly um, requested to take him alive and you know endeavouring to make it so, yeah. Um, then it, uh, what I will call for here is a luck check to see Ooh. if somebody inadvertently cuts him down despite not really intending to. Not so much you guys as various Hell Knights, Sabrina, yeah. who doesn't give shit one about him. Alright, so um, is what we want to do to try and take him alive? Yes. Okay, yeah. then someone... So I think this should be Silver, because I think he's the one most invested. Come on, give me natural 20. I really, 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 really want a natural 20. <laughs> Uh, 13. Okay. Is that lucky enough? Yes. Okay. The odds are ever in your favour. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Um, because <clears throat> it's it's reasonably easy to take him alive. It's just a question of whether somebody actually slips up and instead of doing so... I think I'll be looking out he- for him specifically. In the heat of battle goes, ah, and stabs him. Yeah, I'll be looking out for him specifically and I'll I'll make sure that, that um, the, the battle kind of goes in the way that yeah, yep. that Particularly because he will actively be killing people here. He is opening yeah. fire repeatedly yeah. with his crossbow to yeah. kill everyone that is coming in here. Mm. Um, God, it's the second time he's going to be arrested. <laughs> he's opposed to the crowd. Yeah. And he is shouting as he does so about how you'll all pay generically for what you've done to Melia. Yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. the forces of, not you guys specifically, the forces of the Queen have yeah. clearly assassinated her. He knows she's dead at this stage. Yeah. And yeah, then I think as the fighting goes on, um, that's pretty much going to break down into the army scattering around in units as to pick up the armsmen, to pick off the various Arcona armsmen. The Arcona cousins are making a break for it and running. Somewhere in the far distance, you see one of them look round and then shifts, and there is this crane-headed thing there, as he realizes, well, you know, the disguise is great and all, but there's eight of them with crossbows, so (laughs) I want my DR. (laughs) Um, And I think as that battle rages on in the background, we're then going to cut to you guys... Taking on so people, yeah, people can good. people can see them turning into the rickshaws. Yeah, if it, like some of them will try and keep it up, and yeah. some of them will break. Will will break because does Eric see one of them turn into a? a, a no, he's pretty up? much out at this yeah. point. Okay, that's why. But I it does mean you'll end up with a crane-headed man corpse. Yeah. Yes. yes. In the clothing of somebody you might recognise. Among other things, by the time they um finish. <coughs> uh, decapitating Palace Arcona, you're going to have a lot of useful, interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I suspect you're going to kind of end up. Um, Did we get more silver shades? Sh- 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 good, good line. I kind of assume you're probably going to end up somewhat bedding the bear in his den. 
Uh, yeah, because where's like Glorio is not um, necessarily planning on going anywhere in a hurry, so he is probably up in his. And I think we can do the thing of. In fact, I know exactly where he will be. But I'm thinking, you know, we can do the thing of um, us and any NPC you think it's particularly dramatic yeah. uh, fighting Glorio personally while the rest of the giant squad Yeah, the hunts ba- down battle and, rages on below you yeah, across the palace down. grounds. Because, you know, we don't want to send random people up yeah. to fight Glorio. I figure, I figure you five, Sabrina and Cressidia. Yes. Sounds excellent. At which point do we want to... Cut well, to some suitably dramatic moments yeah. and then call it there. That's, that's indeed what I And mean. we'll yeah. do the big Glorio battle, because I think um, uh, Yaron would like to be there for the big Glorio battle. Yeah. Um, so, when you... Like, the battle is raging below. Um, Arcona and Armsman are coming in to defend the place, and Sabrina barks out, Squads! Squads to the left! Keep them off the stairs! We're going up to deal with that. We're, we're going up to deal with Glorio. And you guys march up the stairs where you will see at this point the room, the completely impenetrable room that you found. The door is flung wide open to it. Um, there is some sort of large tree growing in the middle of it that looks very, um, very mythic, Idragrasil style. A great flowing tree, uh, and Glorio Arcona is in the room with an open bag, frantically stuffing piles and piles of paper into it. <laughs> <laughs> and he hears you coming up. There's gonna be no question because yeah, Sabrina yeah. and Cressidia have no clank, 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 bang, clank. <laughs> Oh, well, I suppose in theory you could actually cover them with your stealth if you're so inclined, Jack. But you know he has he ears is. like a cat. Yeah, no, he he I know. Anyway. I know he's insane. It's, it's like no, a, I, I already like tried. I know how good his listen check is, and there's only so many people Hush is meant to cover, and this is more people than that. Yeah, Hush, we hey, came you, with an army. You yeah. can spend a hero. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows something is. <laughs> no, he knows I, just I, something I, is happening. I've done. I've done burgling house yeah. Arcona. He totally hears us coming. Our Wally in this case is speed rather than subtlety. Yeah. It's like that, that meme I posted, the THX sound appears, <laughs> just mysteriously. Uh... THX, you are now deaf. Yep. <laughs> yes, his, his plus 20 to, his plus 20 yeah, to yes. perception. I'm not that great at stealth. Um... So you are. <laughs> he is he is frantically shoving papers in what's pretty obviously some sort of bag of holding from the yep. volume of papers he's got here. This will be great. This will be exactly the ones we need to go through. Yeah. And spins around like a cat and looks at the five of you plus Sabrina and Cressidia, the seven of you. And he sighs deeply, sort of straightens his beautiful silk robe slightly, and says. I don't suppose we're going to talk about this politely. Gloria Arcona, I have a, Lord Gloria Arcona. I have a sworn warrant here for your arrest for the murder of Trajan Croft, high treason against the city of Corvosa, and other crimes to be decided. <laughs> Will you submit to justice? Let's see. You outnumber me, I admit. He says, his eyes gazing across Silver and Garin. But 
but I think I can take on the two of you and a few girls. Dun dun dun! dun. Oh, it's gonna be so satisfying to murder stop his face in. Yeah, it's nothing quite like beating to death the NPC that you haven't been allowed to beat to death for such a long time. (laughs) It's gonna be Phidias Fog all over again. Because he is a raging misogynist from beginning to end. Yeah, and and has been for several thousand years. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very consistent aspect of his character, and it's going to take him down. Dear set, dear goddess, any sensible person sees. Sabrina and Crisidia both trying to kill you would leave the country, but not Gloria. <laughs> Dear goddess Sarandre, do you feel any compulsion to make me give this this creature a second chance? No, we good. <laughs> he <laughs> didn't surrender. Yeah. Yeah, it, you, you've yeah. offered him surrender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you get halfway through a fight and he falls to his knees begging for mercy, you're obliged, you're literally obliged to tell him to accept his surrender. Yeah. But we would anyway, even yeah. without you along. <laughs> we just um, make really, really certain you're just very firmly tied up. So yeah, there, there's at least two pages worth of this adventure just dedicated to how his magic eye works, where all the eye holes are, oh, all the things he can see, what he'll do in response to them. But you had to go burglary. <laughs> Trixie little hobbit. <laughs> And none of us are playing Half-Life. We yeah. hate it forever. What <laughs> <laughs> oh. can I say? You inspired us all with a sincere desire to murder Gloria Arcona. Yes. And now we can. Yes. That, that's only the two pages on him, um, you know, how he sees things yeah. and what he's going to do about that. I then have like four more pages on the various offers and politics that your sorted arconas can make you and all this stuff. No, we'll rob them blind and then bring in a, a gigantic force of soldiers to massacre them all. Yeah. I thought, well, I thought we were going to have to do this in an underhanded way. Like I was going to have to pull some sort of Mordell card to get, um, to get Tanith to join in. <laughs> Octavia is completely on board with we have a pretext to murder all the Arconas except <laughs> yeah, but I, I think whatever their differences in, in Elder Lion goals may be Tanith and Octavia can absolutely get together on there is a legitimate reason to just fucking give, stop, give up on the politics and just murder every living Arcona. You know, we wanted to do it all along but now we can't you know, and that's a beautiful beautiful thing it must be nice for a noble family so steeped in politics and trickery and backstabbing to just take a day off and murder a bastard.